Greetings, Cap fans, and welcome to a very special episode of the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. This is episode 115, and it is the two-year anniversary show. I'm your host, Rick Forbanis, and as always, I'm joined by the best gosh darn co-host out there. That would be Mr. Bob Lucius. Oh, Bob. Said, if you want to call me baby, just go ahead now. And if you like to tell me maybe, just go ahead now. And if you want to buy me flowers, just go ahead now. And if you like to talk for hours, just go ahead now. Keep it going, Rick. Keep it going. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Bob. I'm just grooving over here, man. Yeah, what it's are you like getting to? Uh, you... it's getting like that 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 satellite radio thing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm rocking this. What is it? Some '90s '90s rock? Is it that totally that was 1991 to be specific. Yeah. All right. What, all what right. am I? What What did I just greet you with, Bob? That was that was Spin Doctors, Two Princes. Exactly. And why am I doing that, Bob? Because it is first of all. First of all, everybody knows you're a prince of a guy. <laughs> Aspiring to be a king, my friend. Yeah. Well, someday, someday. Uh, and two princes, right? Some people might say, you know what? Our wives, our wives might, if they were really, really pressed, refer to us as two princes. But actually, it is our second anniversary, Bob. So Already? I know time flies when you're having fun and we're having a lot of fun. In fact, if you like to talk for hours, that's us. <laughs> right? Indeed. It is indeed. Yes. It yes. is. Yes. Well, happy anniversary, Bob. Same to you, my friend. Same to you. It's hard to believe that uh, we have been doing this for two years and this is episode 115. Uh, wow. Wow so much to be thankful for uh obviously i'm thankful for you as being the best gosh darn co-host anybody could ask for and uh and i'm also grateful for our listeners i'm grateful for our facebook group our moderators our our the people who post in the group um we're going to celebrate all of that this is going to be one big celebration in this episode tonight yeah. You know, I got to say two things. Rick, first one is my wife says uh, almost all the time, two years? You, you've been doing this for two years already? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? That's the unspoken part. The other okay, part okay. is, uh, the other part uh, is, uh, is I'm grateful for this show. Rick, you asked me to, to join you on this two years ago uh, and uh, I've never done a podcast. And uh, Me either. Right? Yeah, right. And it's it's been quite a ride. Right? And I will say, uh, as I'm sure... Our listeners know if you listen to the show, if you participate in the show as I have, and certainly if you listen to it, you're going to learn stuff about Cap that you didn't know. And I've learned so much about Cap, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to uh, to talk about the thing that I love most. Yeah. Well, oh, oops, don't, don't, don't say that in front of your wife. Door shut. <laughs> or your son. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, of all the of all the fictional things in my life that's what i love things on hard you know paper copied things that yeah 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 or whatever um so you know what so the theme 
the theme today, and Bob, you picked the theme, and I thought it was a great idea. Uh, the theme today is what is your dream Captain America gift? So uh, we got a lot to cover today. We're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna look back over last year, uh, kind of kind of go over some highlights. Um, we have listener messages about their dream cap gifts. And then uh, we have a little contest. Uh, we're going to give away a an autographed Mark Wade Captain America comic book. So at the very end of the show, we will reveal uh, who our favorite message is from. Uh, and then like we did last time we did this, Bob. So we we did a one-year anniversary episode in uh, episode 64. And we're going to, just like back then, we are going to, on air, live, we're going to exchange gifts. I mailed well, you a gift. You mailed yeah. me a gift. We haven't opened them. They are sitting right here. I have been a very good boy, Bob. I have not <laughs> peaked. I have wanted to, but I have not peaked. Uh, so we'll exchange gifts. Um, I, You know what, Bob? I got a little surprise for you. I am going to, I'm going to reveal a top five list here on the show. And it's, uh, it has something to do with you. Oh, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll do that towards the end of the show too. <laughs> uh, my own little personal top five wow. list <laughs> about Bob Lucius. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, we will, uh, end the show. We're going to, we'll announce our next guest and we'll talk a little bit about January, what to expect in 2023. What is in our podcast bucket list? Oh, that's that's an opportunity for us to to dream anew. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we'll talk about in our podcast resolutions. Right. There you <laughs> you go. know, in the, in the new year. And you know, Bob. So if people go back and listen to episode sixty-four, they will see I did a montage of uh, my hellos to you because I try to do a different hello. Every episode, I kind of started with it, I don't know, maybe in the teens, maybe in the 20s. Uh, and uh, I did a I did a montage of all my hellos. It took me three and a half hours to put together like a, right. a three minute blurb. Yeah. So uh, guess what, Bob? I'm not doing that this year. <laughs> That's I, unfortunate. It was so hilarious last time. Rick. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> There's a lot of things I love about the show, but the hellos really, they get me. You had me at hello, I think uh -huh. is, 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 is the quote, right? Uh, you had me at hellos. I, uh, oh, well, thank yeah, you. Those are, those are great because I know you put so much time into researching and trying to figure out just the right one to go with the show. So some listeners might think, you know, they're just uh, a throwaway line, but they're not, Rick. That's, there's research. That's, there's, there's learning to be had from those hellos you you have seen at least a couple of times where i have started the episode and uh and we haven't started recording yet and i'm like bob i don't have a hello yet and i think <laughs> there's been at least a couple of times maybe even this episode where you were like oh, okay and then you saw how how much yeah thought and effort and time it, it takes yeah. to kind of put into these things yeah and and sometimes they go quickly maybe maybe five minutes that's a good day yeah. <laughs> Some days it takes right. longer. I mean, but, you know, people just think this happens, Rick. It just just happened. The magic is in your head. 
that creative magic. It doesn't just, you know, it, it's not just spontaneous. It, it takes work. Oh no, there's a lot of spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneity yeah, there, Bob. Uh, spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's lots of spont spontaneity. Yeah, I'm spontaneous. <laughs> yes. Um, so we talked about the dream cap gifts is the theme of the show. We put a request out there on our Facebook page. Uh, we, we reached out to our patrons via email and we asked, Hey, call in and let us know what's your dream cap gift. Um, what was your favorite episode? Things like that. And we, we thought for a little bit there, it was like, no one's calling in. Like what happened? Like, this is, this is, uh, disconcerting. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, we even have a contest here. Like we're going to give away an autographed Mark Wade comic. Like, why are people not calling in? We, we got like, you know, one message. Yeah. It was like the run up to prom 1985 for me. <laughs> <laughs> why are they knocking down the door? Why is nobody returning my calls? It is there turns something wrong out, with the messaging machine? It turns out, um, no, there is a, there was something wrong with the receiving machine. Anchor, who who publishes our podcast, is having te technical difficulties. I had so many people, Bob, whether they pinged me, whether they emailed me, uh, they they told me, are like, oh, yeah, I sent a message. Did you get it? I'm like, no. And then- they're like, yeah, I, I did this. And then it goes to this blank screen. And guys, I feel so bad. I, I actually was on uh, troubleshooting this for hours last night, trying to get this fixed in time for this episode. Because it would be so much more fun to hear people's voices. And we know so many of you tried to do that. Um, but we're on a timetable here. Uh, Bob's traveling. I've got lots of commitments. We're knocking out like three episodes and like three days in a row. Um, we, we needed to record this tonight. We couldn't wait for anchor to fix this. They will, they'll get it fixed. I'm sure. So we're going to actually end up, um, reading, um, some people just, you know, sent me emails saying, well, this is what I, I recorded. This is what I said. And we appreciate you guys doing that. Um, and then we had, um, you know, some people who posted on Facebook, some people who posted on Twitter. So we'll be reading those yeah. tonight. And then uh, Bob's going to try to do uh, do them in different accents. Yeah. And if you post it on MySpace, I'm sorry. We we missed those. <laughs> uh, I, there's a comedian. I got I got to tell this story. There's a there's a comedian. Um, gosh, I can't remember his name right now. It'll come to me later, of course. But he talked, this was a, a bit back when MySpace was still around mm -hmm. and, uh, and he's talking about how his parents, you know, are a little older and they're not, you know, really, they don't understand social media. And his mom was talking to him saying, you know, Hey, why don't you get on my, why don't you get on my face? Your father gets on my face. <laughs> you should get on my face. <laughs> uh, no, no, mom. I think you got that wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll be reading those, but I, I am going to play a message that came through. Uh, and it, it's from uh, Heath, who's one of our moderators. And 
he went ahead and sent this message. But just wait for the end and you'll see how this is getting uh, just a little a little screwed up. Hi, guys, this is Heath Brown, and I'm calling in about my dream Captain America gift. Now, living in a dream world, I would say that uh, my ultimate gift would be an original Captain America painting by Alex Ross. But I know that will never happen, so I'll be slightly more realistic and say a Red Skull Funko Pop. I've been looking for that guy for years and can't find one of the original ones in my price range. But at any rate, it's a dream. So. Anyway, thanks, guys, for the podcast and the great Facebook group, and happy anniversary. <laughs> oh, my wife's coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like when I'm, like, you know, uh-huh. working on life, putting in order. Yeah, I'd like, uh, if you send me that book by probably the end of the week, that'd be fine. I got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're having some technical difficulties here. Uh, so anyway, we, we appreciate everybody who attempted to call in, and I apologize it didn't work out. Um, we'll try to get this fixed and, and we'll do another Q and a show. Uh, but I just, I want to reply to Heath's message, um, because yeah. And Alex Ross painted Captain America cover because uh, he did all the covers, you know, for that, uh, Coates series, right. Was like maybe volume 10, I think it was, but anyway, it came out a few years ago. Um, and if you go to Alex Ross's website right now, he does have a couple of them still left. Now they're, they're fetching a pretty penny they're anywhere from 25 to thirty-five thousand each yeah. right and then if you want to get one aftermarket like somebody like one of the the more popular covers that sold very quickly you're going to pay even more than that so yeah, yeah that is and you think about it though rick i mean 25 dollars for you know a painted cover by alex ross is not really you know it doesn't i mean it, it's a lot of money right i it's mean obviously yeah but i mean it doesn't sound excessive for what a lot of covers go for and these are these are painted covers and uh you know one of a kind yeah no no i listen yeah if, if we all had uh deep pockets we would all agree that is you know a reasonable price for an alex ross painted cover but most of us don't have deep pockets yeah you know, i mean you could buy a car you with that you could buy a really nice car with that or you could buy you know five decent used cars with that money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's a big chunk of change. So I get that. Now that Funko pop that he mentioned, the red skull. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a chase figure. Now I know there's a lot of people out there. They don't get into Funko pops or maybe even not even know what Funko pops are, right? They're the little plastic bobblehead things with the big heads and they're kind of cutesy and they come in these little square boxes. I have, I certainly have my share uh, of collection, but that red skull that he's talking about, you know, you're talking three to five hundred dollars mint in box. Wow. Because it was so rare. It was so rare. And it, it was one of the original that came out in the first year, maybe second year. But I, I want to say it was one of the originals that came out. Um, and so they are they didn't make a whole lot because they realized they were going to sell 20 times the amount of Captain America's as they were Red Skull. Mm-hmm. So they didn't produce a lot. So it's very, very rare. And so that's why it goes for so much. Huh. Wow. Funkos are such an interesting, you know, collectible, right? I mean, I got to tell you, I, I wasn't that big into collectibles, uh, Funkos, but but they do grow on you after a while. They are uh, pretty neat. And particularly some of those rare ones that are hard to find. We should do a show about that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know we have some 
some members in our Facebook group that are really into mm -hmm. those. And they could probably have them come on as a guest and yeah. talk about their collection. Um, if there's, uh, you know, enough top 10, cool, top 10 coolest Funko cap related or cap related Funkos. That would be neat. Yeah. I have my, I, I certainly have a little collection. Um, okay. So, you know, talking about the Facebook group and the podcast, I thought, Bob, it would be kind of fun to talk about um, some metrics, some statistics from the podcast and, and from the Facebook group uh, to kind of give you, give our listeners an idea of, of the world they live in and who their, their fellow listeners are. What do you think? Yeah, that would be cool. I, I mean, I'd be interested to learn who actually listens to us. <laughs> Does somebody listen to us? <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So here you go. So in the last year, and, and we still have a few weeks to go. So it, the numbers will be more than what I'm about to give you. But we produced, Bob, over 4,124 minutes of new content. That's over 69 hours of new content as of like a week or so ago. That is crazy. That's, yeah, a, lot, right? that's a lot of minutes. Not only that, Bob, but get this, of all other creators in our category, which we're in the leisure category, we produced more than over 98% of them. We're, we're in the top 2% of, of time produced uh, out there in our category, which I think is crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, that just goes to show every Wednesday, like new comic day, we put out a new episode. We are very consistent. Yeah, we sure are. I mean, maybe not consistently good, but but certainly consistently <laughs> but we're, adequate. But we're yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. We are we are consistent. Uh, so um, you know how like they, the Spotify does like that end of year thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to to read some of the some of the slides uh, from this. So we are we are somebody's top 10 podcasts for 125 people we're their top five podcast for 93 people and we're the number one podcast for 28 people i know it doesn't sound like a lot no that's i mean i, I you know you saw that slack jawed look on my face right and you, right. That, you thought that's maybe what i was thinking but i, I gotta tell you i'm like i'm like so touched yeah Right. Yeah. Like somebody got their end of the year Spotify notice and then our logo showed up 
You know, like your number one podcast is that 28 people got that. And that's, that's just Spotify. We that, Most of our really listeners cool. are, are on other platforms, but that's just Spotify. Yeah. I mean, I, Rick, I got to be honest with you. I, I do this because I love spending time with you and I love talking about Cap and and I love hearing from the listeners. I love it. I love talking about what the listeners are interested in. But to know that some folks out there, you know, consistently listen to us um, means a lot. Yeah, it's actually really, I, I agree 100%. Um, it does mean a lot. And, you know, 40% of our listeners are actually followers, like where they where they listen to every single episode. So that that's really cool. And, and we're in top 15% of most followed podcasts in that regard. So that's just surreal to me. But um, it, in fact, do you, you know what? Because uh, you also get listed as like you get categorized as a certain type of listener by Spotify. Our listeners, do you want to hear what they got categorized as? Single. <laughs> oh, that was the nicest word you could come up with, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the cleanest one. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, Spotify is is classifying them as the time traveler. Oh, I like that. It yeah. Says, Your listeners are audio time travelers. They seek out podcasts that are new to them, regardless of whether they're new to the rest of the world. All right. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. I thought yeah. you were going to say it was because we, we covered a lot of old stories, you know, from the 60s, 70s, 50s, you know, whatever. But that, that, that I like that. That's a good point, too. I, that, yeah. That's certainly, we do, we do do time traveling in these podcasts. No, we, we produce evergreen episodes, right? So like, it's not uh -huh. like you have to listen and, you know, like I, for instance, I listen to some, some sports podcasts, yeah. you're right. And so I keep up on them, yeah. but you know, to listen to something from three weeks ago that they put out is like old news. Now it's like, why bother? Right. Right. But for our stuff, you know, for, you could go listen to the other 114 episodes and it's like new. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing. Our episodes are evergreen, but when I looked in the mirror this morning, <laughs> I was clearly deciduous. Oh. <laughs> um, now you're making me Google deciduous. <laughs> my leaves are, are drying, are turning brown, drying up and falling off the branches, my friend. Oh, well, yeah. just be grateful you still have leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us don't, Bob. Good point. Um. All right. So speaking of our listeners, uh, 54% are in the, in our, in our age range, Bob, Okay, which is 45 to 59 year olds. Mm -hmm. So a good, the most, the biggest chunk of our listeners are in our age range. And that goes for Facebook too. Um, 81% of our listeners are in the United States. Now I'm not a math major, but that means 19% are in mm -hmm other countries we're in a total of 87 countries bob wow i know would you like to hear them i you know i would rick it's been a very long time since i heard a list of countries <laughs> uh all right so uh u.s being the top one right um and canada and the uk united kingdom they come in very high uh and all our uh, our podcast and also in our Facebook group. So, so, so shout out to uh, the, the Northern 
you know, neighbors, Canada, and then across the pond in the UK. Yep. Here are some of the other countries that listen to us. Portugal, Australia, Brazil, Germany, France, Spain, Ireland, Greece, Philippines, Japan, India, Sweden, Italy, Republic of Lithuania, Colombia, Argentina, Singapore, Mexico, Malaysia, Norway, Belgium, Puerto Rico, Netherlands, Romania, South Africa, Czech Republic, Israel, Thailand, Bahrain, Denmark, Chile, China, United Arab, Austria, Bangladesh, South Korea, New Zealand, Switzerland, Ukraine, Dutch Eastern Indies, Russia, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Kenya, Dominican Republic, Peru, Morocco, Iran, Finland, Vietnam, Ecuador, Croatia, Venezuela, Cambodia, Saudi Arabia, Poland, Sri Lanka, Lithuania, Bulgaria, Panama, Uruguay, St. Lucia, Taiwan. Now, Bob, all of those, you know, were done in order Mm -hmm. from most to least. Okay. Now, the next several countries, if you're listening, I want you to know you were the only person listening in your entire country. (laughs) Okay. And we value you. Yes. The following countries, we have one listener. Okay. So if you were in that country, Thank you. You are our one listener in your country. Are we ready? Okay. Uh, hold, hold, hold on. How many countries are we talking? Just off the top of your head. How, just the number. Like 18. Oh, 18. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Luxembourg, Lebanon, Jamaica, Bolivia, Egypt, Nepal, El Salvador, Ghana, Algeria, Myanmar, Malta, Hungary, Serbia, Turkey, Costa Rica, Iraq, Antigua and Barbuda. This last, I'm sorry, Uzbekistan. Oh, Uzbekistan. Okay. And lastly, Northern Marina Island. So no North Korea. Interesting. Uh, you were waiting this whole time for North <laughs> Korea to show up. Oh uh, my goodness. But anyway, how cool is that? 87 countries. And uh, we, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Every now, one of them. Now, on Facebook, we have 99 countries. Do you want to hear them? Uh, no, I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll, we'll pass that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, we have 99 countries actually in our Facebook group. And the uh, here's some, I think, some some interesting stats from the last year. So if you've been on our Facebook page and you've contributed to this, thank you. All right. So in the last year, we've had three thousand two hundred and fifty over over thirty two fifty posts. All right. The That's most a we, lot. I know. Most of one day was forty five. Yeah. Comments over twenty thousand. Again, right? a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Reactions. And these are going to be, you know, likes, hearts, smileys, things like that. One hundred and forty five thousand. And here's the big one. Views of the group of the posts and everything over 414,000 in the last year. Right. So I want people to think about that. Yeah. That's a lot to approve. So I want to give a shout out to moderators. You, Bob, 
uh, Heath Brown, Daniel Tenney. There's only four of us mm-hmm. that 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 work on on the Facebook page. So I want to give a shout out uh, to you guys for all the hard work that you do, you know, approving posts and and monitoring comments and and things like that. Right. And I think I have pointed out already, Rick, that my wife is one of those uh, viewers. And I now I occasionally get the when did you get that statue? <laughs> I know I, I can't tell you. There's been a few uh, people who've said to me, um, can we make it a private group? <laughs> right. Yeah, just the other day she's like, Oh, that's nice. I'm like, what's <laughs> nice, honey? You know, I, I read recently that sometimes when, when your significant other says <laughs> when they're reading something or uh-huh. they're like, Ooh, that's interesting. It's a it's a cry for it's not a cry, it's a call for connection. Mm-hmm. And you should always follow up with, oh, what's so funny? Oh, what's mm-hmm. interesting? Yeah. And so the other night she's like, oh, that's interesting. And I, uh-huh. of course, I, I thought to myself, ooh, that's a call for connection. I said, what, what, what's interesting? She's like, oh, this post you made in the Captain America group. About, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now. Safe space, safe space. <laughs> the next time she says, huh. That's interesting. You just crickets. Go, crickets go on through. Hey, <laughs> uh, so, um, hey, Bob, did you know we have a Twitter account? I just know we had a Twitter account, right? Yeah, no, no one else does either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, we do. We do. I don't. I don't post on there nearly as often as uh, as I do in the Facebook page um, because uh, there's only like 143 followers. Uh, on the Twitter page, but we do. And so we, we love our Twitter followers as well. Cause we post on there and, and uh, we get some comments and we got some comments on their favorite gifts today. So we'll, we'll include those. Uh, did you know we have an Instagram page? I did not know we had an Instagram page. And no one else does either, Bob. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I put my daughter in charge of uh, posting on Instagram for me. Okay. Uh, it's been, I think a year and a half. Yeah. Since we've had a post on <laughs> It's a, you know, it really is. It's a different generation, right? I mean, certain generation likes Facebook. I find this, you know, my job, we do social media. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you find this, you know, with your marketing work, but uh, my staff are all much, much younger. They're, uh, they're generally in their 20s. TikTok. And they, they prefer TikTok. And well, they're not even TikTok. They're more Instagram. They're not young yeah. enough to be TikTok yet. Uh, or yet, but not young enough to use TikTok. So it's, it's a weird dynamic, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally. Uh, so speaking of, of Facebook, Bob, I know you've, you did a, a little look-see into maybe some of our top Facebook posts in the last year, and you had some, some interesting, uh, some interesting, uh, thoughts there, right? Look, you know, I just wanted to point out, I mean, I, you know, as I said, uh, I have learned so much from the Captain America comic book Facebook, uh, fans, Facebook group, um, since, since you started it way back in, what was it April of 2020 around that time frame, March? Yeah, it was beginning of pandemic. Right. Yeah. It was right at the beginning of pandemic. And, and I joined shortly after and, um, uh, and, you know, I, I pay really close attention like all the moderators do. And then I think one of the most interesting things to do, if you've got the time is to go back in time, right? We're all time travelers, right? After all, is to go back and take a look at like some of the gold that is in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it really is, if you go back to the beginning, 
you you find all kinds of gold. But I went back and looked over the last year, and I wanted to call out, you know, some of the folks who uh, who routinely post and they post interesting stuff, or they try to like find a niche uh, where they're bringing something to uh, to the group members that haven't necessarily been brought before and and folks seem to really enjoy it so i, I do want to give a shout out to to catman you know catman joined the group uh back in january now you maybe you don't know this maybe you do you know everything you're all knowing but you know he joined the group uh <laughs> he joined the group after listening to the podcast that's where he, he heard about the group right and he jumped right in he jumped right in and he's been one of the most prolific and i think most valuable contributors uh, that we've had over the last year. So I especially love the posts that he's done on the wisdom of Captain America, where he's he's explored like topics such as uh, Cap's views on on war, back, like back, back in March 21st, if you want to look up that post, or his view on guns back on May 5th, or the use of deadly force, uh, force on April 15th. He's talked about America and patriotism and Cap's views on that, uh, greed, uh, Cap's views on free speech. I mean, he's he's done all these posts that are you know very very carefully researched with uh, with panels out of the books themselves. And I mean, they're just a great series of posts. And and I think we owe Cap Man uh, you know a debt of gratitude for for jumping right into the group and making it a place where we all can learn something new. Mm -hmm. So you and of course you know that he also kicked off a series of posts uh, on Fridays, right? Remember the Friday posts on member-generated oh. art? Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's been a lot of fun, right? And so he's encouraged members to post their own cap-related art, and we've seen some amazing fan fan-generated art from uh, you know members like uh, Jason Ulrich, right, and uh, mm -hmm. Dakota Alexander, and Ralph Werner, and Stephen uh, Penimpede, and Rory mm -hmm. Hensley, and even Catman himself has posted some of his own art. And I think that's been a lot of fun. I mean, we do have some, some you know, professional uh, creators, some professional creators, right, who uh, Mike Perkins is in the group, and Tom Morgan, and we love seeing their art. We do. Um, but it's great to see uh, the fan generated art as well. And so I of want to course, thank absolutely. Cat, Catman for that as well. Uh, a lot of great posts over the last year. And what about, uh, what about Bobby Tessier? You know what Bobby oh, yeah. Tessier did, right? Yeah, Remember those? T-shirt Tuesdays. T-shirt Tuesdays, right? He kicked that off in the last year, but it carried on through most of, uh, of 2022. And it's a load of fun. I mean, post your favorite cap t-shirt on t-shirt Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And after a while, you know, there were prizes associated with who got the most upvotes for their t-shirts. Now, of I course, got a prize. You got a prize, right? Yeah. Now, Bobby ran out of t-shirts eventually, unfortunately, right? But, you know, folks continue to post their t-shirts on t-shirt Tuesday. So he got something going and it's still going strong. And I love seeing those. I mean, I, I particularly love the vintage t-shirts, but, but I love seeing those shirts that like you've never seen before. Yeah, some of those uh, ended up on my like Christmas wish list. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, another thing that I loved seeing over the last year, Rick, uh, has been the posts by members about their cap collections. Mm -hmm. Now, I belong to you know a lot of statue uh, Facebook groups, collector groups, where you know folks usually post. I mean, they got very high end collections. You know, like custom cabinetry with custom lighting all those sort and those are fun to see i love seeing the high-end statues but you know i like the average joe posts too 
And we see a lot of those, right? Where folks like, this is my, this is my curated cap collection. These are things that I collected because I love cap. You know, I don't have a lot of money, you know, like a lot of folks. And I love seeing just like what guys like me are putting on their shelves in their offices or in their bedrooms. And I, I got to be honest with you, Rick, sometimes I click on those pictures and I zoom way the hell in, right? Because I <laughs> want to say, I'm like, what the, what's that little figure over in the right corner behind that big guy? You know, mm -hmm. I want to yeah. see. And sometimes you see stuff like, wow, you've never seen before. So, you know, just in the last couple of months, like Dwayne Boris and Steve Kelly and KB Gabris and Robert Pritchard, Pritchard and Brian Russell and John Christian, they've posted their, their collections, right? And they've been amazing. Now, I don't know about you, but I got into this group. I collected Captain America comics, right? That's all mm -hmm. I collected. And like, I had no interest in statues. I had no interest in Funkos, you know, nothing but no, no interest in original art. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, posts from like Eilman and Dick Emery started turning me on to statues, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and every now and again, over the last year, they're like, hey, check out this new statue that's coming out, or this is one in my collection, or this is like, eilman has been doing a lot of those custom statues, right? Remember that one of Sharon? Oh, I know nice. you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know you remember yeah. that one, right? Right. So like I started collecting statues because of those guys. Right. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. I got a few Funkos. I didn't like Funkos. I, I mean, I was like I was like, not that I didn't like Funkos. I was opposed to Funkos on like, you know, moral grounds. Uh -huh. But here I am with Funkos. Right. Because seeing what other guys are collecting, other mm -hmm. gals are collecting. It's just like, man, there's so much out there that I didn't know about. And that's the beauty of this group. Right. The Captain America comic book fans Facebook group is that it exposes you to all these things. And you. Right. You have shared so much about original art that I knew nothing about. It was a whole world I knew nothing about. And, you know, and I got a few pieces now. They're, you know, they're small pieces, but, you know, it's a start. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can all start with something. And the group teaches us about what to look for and what's available. And I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I got to say, I love that. I love that trip down memory lane recognizing all the different um members of the facebook group who who've contributed to the group and not only did you give your wife a list of people to not like uh for for inspiring <laughs> you 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 also you know pointed out you know all the different strengths and uh, of the group you know and uh different loves i mean like one of my favorite sayings since being in this group is when i see things i'm like wow I didn't know. I always want. I, I didn't know. I always wanted that. Right. Exactly. Right. You know. Yeah. I see something for the first time. Yeah. You know. Uh. You know. There. Like I have some things in my collection now that I would never have thought about. Like I have. Now going back to Captain America two eighty six. That was the first comic that I remember. First Captain America comic that I remember buying with my own money. And I have been buying captain america monthly ever since and that was 1983 that cover is the cover of Deathlock, where he's got captain right. scopes right yeah now i didn't realize or maybe i forgot that there were that was like a they really promoted that story as a retailer and there were flyers like eight and a half by eleven full color glossy flyer ads that were like you know sent to retailers and you know so that you know retailers 
say, hey, he slipped this in the bag and like, you know, this is coming out, you know, Marvel gave it to him, right? Well, I didn't know those those were a thing and they exist. Well, I mean, crap, man. They're they're almost like 40 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I found one on eBay. I have one now. Right. I yeah. also didn't know that there was a large poster size retailer black and white edition of that ad that they also sent to the comic shops. Now those are even more rare because right. They only send one to the, each comic shop and who knows how many they made. Um, so now I have one of those yeah. framed, you right. know, that I bought off of eBay uh, thanks to learning about it in the group. So you're right. There's yeah. like all these cool things that, you know, you, it, it, every day is like a trip down memory lane. It really is, you know, and, and you know, one of the things I really appreciate and I want to, uh, I want to give a shout out for all the folks who do this is that, you know, if I see a good deal, uh, oh, cap yeah, related yeah. stuff, you know, I post it because I know, uh, I want, I want my fellow fans to, to get a shot at it, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's a captain America shield on Amazon or, mm -hmm. you know, something I saw on eBay, a Sentinel Liberty badge or something. And, and I appreciate when other folks do that. And I remember, you know, just recently, I think it was back in November, Jake Branson, one of our, one of our members in the Facebook group, he saw these cap like cap related mini Funkos at, mm -hmm. at that retail store five below. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, then, you know, Captain Carter, you know, I love Captain Carter and uh, they had some Captain Americas and some zombie caps and stuff like that. And like, I rushed right out to like my local five below and I picked up a bunch of them, right. Cause they were cheap and, and mm -hmm. they're kind of cool. You know, they look cool on your desk. And so, you know, thanks. J thank you, Jake Branson for, for giving us that little intel. And so I, I love when folks do that and folks do it all the time in the group. And I really do appreciate that. A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. All right. So Bob, so let's, uh, let's, let's take a look back on the, on the podcast. Let's take a look back uh, over the past year, right? Let's just uh, talk about a trip down memory lane. Let's, let's look at some of the things that we, we covered in the podcast. Um, and before we get into the topics that we covered, Here's a little something I got to get off my chest. Oh. All right. Because we're coming up on a new year. And I seem to recall this time about a year ago, you and I saying, yeah, you know, I got to lose a little weight. Really? Yeah, me too. How much you got to lose? I got to lose 10 pounds. Hey, I got to lose 10 pounds. Hey, we should have a little bet. So to kind of encourage each other to to lose weight you know what when you put it out there to the world and other people know about it now you have to follow through with it so let's let's do it on the show yeah uh -huh. great idea let's do that okay so we go ahead and we make a bet on the show and what do we bet bob uh you uh it was someone was gonna sing a song right yeah. of the other person's choice and and we had a lot of fun with this right we, we did, had a yeah. lot of fun every pick a choice yeah. every every episode we would come up with a different song like, well, if you lose, I'm going to make you sing this. Yeah. Right. And we came up with the silliest, funniest, yeah. funkiest songs out there. It was hard because uh, you have a voice like a golden bird, you know, oh, something please. like there are so many songs I, I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a good singer. <laughs> I feel bad for, I, I know there's a lot of people out there when I do my hello to you, they just have their finger pressed, right. Hovering over top of the fast forward <laughs> button. Oh, where's the plus 30? Where's the plus 30? Anyway, uh, so we, we had a lot of fun with it, right? And then, and then something funny happened, Bob. 
Well, I wouldn't say it was funny at all, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all of a sudden, it's a little awkward, sudden, a little disturbing. You, 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 uh, you drastically lost a lot of weight. I, I sure in, did. In one one week. One weekend, and, uh, yeah. and yeah. somehow won the bet. Yeah. Yeah. You want? Yeah. You want to? You want to? For those who maybe new listening, uh, can you maybe explain how you all suddenly lost a lot of weight in one week and won the bet? Yeah, I can do it in five syllables, Rick. Colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know, good, appropriate, and uh, uh, necessary bowel health. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I, I, I do believe you went through uh, not too much later than that yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. much Being men past, of a certain age. Yeah, yeah. Well past uh, the bet, though. Mm -hmm. no, not to help me during the bet. Yeah. Well, so, so we put this. Are out you suggesting, there. Rick, that I scheduled a colonoscopy specifically to win a bet to get you to sing a song? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. I, well, I wouldn't either. Now that you mention it, but uh, <laughs> I wish I had thought of that. Actually, oh, wind beneath his wings. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> well, it wasn't beneath my wings, Rick. <laughs> and there was a lot of wind. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So. We even we even put it up to the the Facebook group. We put it in a poll, and and I got shamed. You did. I got I, shamed. I, were, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people were like, "Well, you know, Steve wouldn't be this upset about it." <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, wow, way to way to kick a man while he's down. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I must feel like you should plug that song in here someplace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would I would say because, you know, I'm like that Rolodex, you know, like, oh, listen to episode blah. If you want to hear blah, I somehow conveniently forgot the episode where I sing. Uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, Wind, Wind right? Beneath yeah. Wings. Yeah, I, I fully yeah. forgot. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting thing. I, I get a sense. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I know I've only known you for a couple of years and, you know, most of it has been long, well, all of it's been long distance, but I, I get a sense that you have a competitive streak <laughs> as you know, and my wife does as well. And my son, both are, are like uber competitive and I am not at all competitive uh -huh. uh, in any stretch of uh, the imagination. So, uh, so yeah, my wife, on the other hand, if we, if my wife and I were having this competition, oh, sure as hell, she would have scheduled a colonoscopy simply to come out ahead. Okay. I will tell you, I will, I will cop up to this. Okay. Yes, I am competitive, <laughs> um, but however, it's because I like to compete. Winning and losing is actually not a big deal to me. And let me, uh, let me now pause here and let okay. me finish. Uh, um, all right. Um, I just like to compete. Like when I get together with my friends, we usually have an activity. It's playing cards it's throwing cornhole. It's it's doing an activity because I like competing. I have fun competing. Mm -hmm. I don't mind losing, if, as long as it's done fairly. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's the other part of me that's really really big. Like maybe that's why Steve Rogers appeals to me so much. Yeah. Is because I am totally, I follow rules. I am a rules you, follower. You're and a rule follower. When I am in a leadership role, I enforce rules. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. because I believe in fair play. I believe in a in a in a playing field that is even that everybody, no one has an advantage, right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm a commissioner of a fantasy football league. 
right? I I go so far as to tell my opponents, oh, by the way, you have a guy on a bye week this week. You need to make sure you start him, right? Because I would do that for all of the teams. So I'm certainly not going to do it for my opponent. That would be unfair. That would be, you know, whatever. So like, that's the kind of guy yeah. I am. I don't mind losing. That last 30 seconds, by the way, you might as well have been speaking in a foreign language. <laughs> oh, fantasy. <laughs> but I'm sure there's some, I'm sure there's li many listeners who know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. But what yeah. is this bye week you're talking <laughs> I know, about? That sounds, they, I don't know what that they is. They say but... goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you the sort of person, let me just get a quick question, because I, I know it, in my family, this is a point of tension, because I'm a rule follower. Um, do you cross against the light, and, and do you ever cross the street outside of the crosswalk? Yes. Okay. My my wife, uh, I, I won't. I will, uh, like, the crosswalk's there for a reason, folks, and, you know. Sure. And, well, and it depends I, on the situation. Like, if I'm it, in a downtown city, Yeah. if I'm in a downtown city, absolutely I'm going to cross at the crosswalk, and I am going to wait for the light. But if I am, if I'm in my, my you know, like, I don't know, local uh -huh. town. Sure. Okay. You know, and yeah, I'll my, still car, wait. my car is parked across the street. Uh-huh. I will walk across the street to my parked car who's parked on the street. I, I mm -hmm. you know, you mean like it's my local town, but if I'm in yeah. like a downtown busy. Yeah. Oh, I, no, no, I, I will. I will still wait. I mean, and I will say, you know, honey, no, you can't, we can't, we're not going. I don't care if there's no cars coming the other way. We're not going. We got to follow the rules here because you know, this is how the breakdown of civilization, civilization occurs. If we cross now, <laughs> we get planet of the apes, you know, and we're not doing that. And yeah. So, so people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, we yeah. had that discussion this weekend. So oh, I'm yeah. Curious. What did she do that? that well, no, I mean, they were crossing. She's like, oh, let's just cross across cross the street here uh, outside of the crosswalk. I was like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? We're rule what, followers. What, is Barney Fife going to come across <laughs> the street? You know, no, is, it's not uh, for Gomer Pyle going to be citizens arrest, citizens arrest? No, it's not self-preservation. It's just social modeling. You know, there's two right? people wanna, who are listening who got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> It's social modeling, right? You wanna you wanna make a good example, not only for Bobby, but yeah, uh, but but for others who see, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, you know, I that's my background, social psychology. So I know the power of social norms. I agree. And, and when you see people breaking norms, that becomes the new norm. So mm -hmm. you know, the whole broken windows sort of philosophy. I I I I, I agree. I get yeah. it. I, I get it. Right. Where were we? Uh talking about <laughs> 2022 weight oh, loss challenge. Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, congratulations, Bob. Uh, <laughs> and both again, of us I don't mind. I don't mind. Are losing. still ten pounds lighter, which is amazing. Uh huh. I I <laughs> I don't mind losing, as long as it's an even playing field. And I and I and it I didn't feel like it was. Oh, it didn't feel like it was. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do it again this January. I I I know I could totally lose ten more pounds again. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go in that direction. I'd like to lose weight, maybe even 10 pounds, but you know. Uh, you don't want to put it out there for the world to, to I don't know. You know. One of the things that I discovered last time, and I think you might've discovered this as well, is mm -hmm. that um, it's hard to lose weight and try to gain muscle, right? And so uh, uh, one of the things I really want to try to do to get back into the gym is, is, um, is to start lifting weights again. And, you know, and last time I sort of, I, I kept putting off uh, lifting. I was doing a lot of cardio and stuff, but I was really putting off 
anything that would potentially put on muscle mass because I knew that that was going to, uh, to, to weigh more. Uh, and I don't want to do that this time. I, I, I do want to lose weight uh, and, and get more lean, but, but I think I want to start, um, you know, doing some weightlifting again and try to get back in there. Especially my son now is into it. Sure. And so yeah. it might be a good opportunity for us, um, you know, to bond a little bit in the, in the gym. All right. Well, that was fun back in, in uh, the year, uh, looking back and doing that, that weight loss challenge. You know, there's other topics that we covered this year. So, you know, as, as most of our episodes, we, we pick, pick a story, whether it's a comic or several comics, and we, we go through those stories and we, we read those. Um, and we certainly covered the Captain America series, right? We covered volume one, uh, a bunch. Um, we covered volume three. We did the, the Taskmaster issue and we covered volume four, I think for the first time, which was, uh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it wasn't the first time it was second time, but we did the Robert Kirkman, you know, the yeah. end of volume four. Um, we actually did volume seven for the first time, which we mm-hmm. did the loose nuke story. Yeah. That was really good. Um, we went, we even went back further into tail suspense a couple of times. We did the, the Captain America Sentinel Liberty 1990s series by, by Mark Wade. Awesome story. Right. Yeah. We did that. Um, and then we, we did some, some newer stuff, right? We, we covered the, the Captain America Iron Man miniseries. Yep. That was fun. Yeah. We covered the the new stuff. We covered Captain America Zero and then Sentinel Liberty number one and Symbol of Truth number one. Uh, so we, we you know, we had a little, you know, we had old stuff and we had new stuff. And then we went outside of the Captain America series, right? We did the Captain America appearances in other books, like his his first meeting with Sergeant Fury mm-hmm. in the Howling Commandos uh, in issue 13. We did, uh, recently we did the Captain America Black Panther miniseries flags of our fathers we did the we did the mythos uh origin you know right Uh, one shot yeah we did the the she hulk series which uh you know was it was an older cap being uh defended by by jennifer walters um and then i think the big one that we did the big one we started we launched in in january and it took us um gosh what was it 20 we covered eight part series. We covered 24 issues and that was the, the, the captain, you know, by, by Mark Grunewald, mostly Kieran Dwyer, but also a few other artists there. Um, we did the road to the captain. Basically we covered Captain America volume one issues, 327 all the way up to 350. So it was 24 issues over the course of eight part series. And we did that. I think it was like the second Wednesday of every month. And uh, so that was a big undertaking and we'll, we'll need to consider what we want to do for, for next year uh, with that as well. So again, lots of different topics. We did it. We did do a top 10 list, Bob. We did the top 10 yep. other cap retcons, right. uh, which you did a, an excellent job kind of pulling that together. So it was a lot of fun um, looking at those topics over the years. Did you have a favorite episode? Cause we'll get into favorite interviews. But but separating the 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 interviews from the rest, did you have a favorite episode that uh, in the last year? You know, I've been thinking about this a lot, Rick. You know, and and I got to tell you, it was it was a tough choice for me. Um, I, I, you know, initially I, I wanted to go with episode ninety five, which was, and you may remember that one. That was it was sort of a retrospective on Rick Verbanus, right? 
with oh. uh, we had John Sewell, uh, Seth Tolley, Doug Hogan, you know, and then we came and talked about your old days at the comic. I really love that that episode, Rick. And um, you know, this it, it made me think about the group. It made me reflect on my own time getting into comics and like the importance of friendships and the ability to talk about the things that you know that you enjoy together. Right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I, I was I was so honored to be part of that show and to be part of uh, of that group of four and sharing memories. And that meant a lot to me. So, I mean, I, if folks haven't had a chance to listen to that show yet, it will take you back to, um, to to similar moments in your own life. So I encourage you to do that. But really, the show that I loved, my favorite was episode 102, where we 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 covered She-Hulk eight mm. uh, through ten. This was mm-hmm. the 2014 volume uh, from 2014, and uh, you know the reason I like that, and we talked about this a lot during the show, right? Um, it's one of those things where Cap is is not in uniform, and he's Steve Rogers, right? He's an mm-hmm. older guy, he's an older Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and it involves a story about Steve Rogers before he was Captain America. Now, you know, we've talked about this, why those stories are great, and there's so few of them, really. There's only less than you can count on one hand stories that talk about Steve Rogers before the Super Soldier Serum. Right. But one of the things I loved about that show was how important it was to you how special that show was to you and how much joy you got out of that show. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I love about Captain America comics and the way that we shared in the podcast, we shared in the group is that, you know, we always sort of gravitate to certain genres, certain themes in the Captain America comics that, that really touch us in a certain way. Uh, And it's, it's, it's awesome to me to see a story light up a person in the way that story lit you up. It did. Um, yeah, I know it did. You know, and it came through in that episode. And, you know, that's what makes it so genuine, so authentic and, and such a special show for me this year. Well, that's awesome. I Thank you for picking that. I mean, wow. Both of those were focused on me. Your two choices there. Uh, that's that's awfully nice. Um, I you know, yeah, that that episode 95 where where John John Sewell, Seth Talley, Doug Hogan, they came on as guests. Uh, we called it the comic shop guys. Um, and it was, it was, it was a retrospective slash roast, uh, for me. Uh, and it was a lot of fun and we'll have those guys back on definitely next year, um, for another time as well. Um, but yeah, gosh, that's she Hulk talk about again, the Facebook group providing things to you that you didn't know you always wanted. Right. Right. Like I didn't know about that story, but I was like, oh, you know what? We're She Hulk is on Disney Plus. You know, we should probably do something that ties in. When did Cap meet She Hulk? You know, we, we, you know, and we put it out there, and a few people recommended the story, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. Loved it, loved it mm-hmm. for the reasons you mentioned. Because you know, you got Steve Rogers pre serum, and and how because you know my favorite fictional character of all time is Steve Rogers. Not Captain America. It's Steve Rogers. And to see Steve Rogers, not Captain America, in both versions. Right. You know, yeah. You know, pre-serum and post-serum. And it was such a well-written story. Uh, what's his name? Saul? I think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Saul, I think his name is. And and, and I think he he's like an attorney, right? And so mm-hmm. he 
him writing this story uh, about Jennifer Walters, you know, it, was, it had all the different parts of the, you know, a, a courtroom drama, you know, and and everything else uh, going along with it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great, and, and I, and you know what, you know what bothers me the most about that episode was I made a mistake. I made a mistake. This is the first time and only time I've ever done this <laughs> where two podcasts launched on the same day. Right. And so it was, uh, episode 102 and 103. And so 102, which was the She-Hulk episode, then 103 was the Mythos Captain America, which is the one-shot origin episode. And so most people, when they get their podcast, it's whatever the most recent one shows up first is the one they, they, they listen to. So I have a feeling a lot of people missed out on the She-Hulk one. Right. So if you, if you haven't, if it doesn't ring a bell, if you didn't listen to the, the She-Hulk one, like Bob said, go back, listen to episode 102. Not to mention, you know, folks didn't pay for that that one. Right. <laughs> oh, what? These are free? They're all free, Bob. They're all free. <laughs> what about you, Rick? Um, you know, what, what was your favorite episode? Well, you know, I struggled with this as well. Um, but I had to go with episode 98. Uh, oh, yeah. That one where we reviewed Captain America 443. What was special about Captain America 443? Well, it was the very last Mark Grunewald issue. Yeah. yeah. It was the ending of his 10-year run. So that was a heavy story because Cap dies in that issue or seemingly dies in that right. issue, right? You also have a a lot of reality going on right Mm -hmm. because mark grunewald um basically had knew this was his last issue so he went ahead and he you could tell in his writing it wasn't the same as all the others right there was little anger in there there was a little sadness in there and i think yeah. those were some of the experience you know, things that he was expressing so you have that element mm-hmm. then you know we had uh jason olson as a guest on the show now jason olson is the the writer of uh, a book um you know he's a I think a professor, right? And uh-huh. but he yes. wrote this book called Mark Grunewald and the Star Spangled Symbolism of Captain America, which was a retrospective about the the Mark Grunewald era of comics and um for Captain America. So we we thought well, who better to have on the episode than Jason Olson to kind of talk through it, right? And and so we did a lot of pausing as we were going through the story. Um, we did a lot of pausing to uh, you know, reflect on things. And it was, it was a lot of fun, um, you know, with, with doing that. And then, and then I had a surprise guest on the show for you that you weren't aware. The listeners right. weren't aware. No yeah. one was aware. And we had John Waller Sewell mm-hmm. on the show. Now, John uh, has been on the show a few times, you know, as a guest, as himself, but also as a voice. Yes. He's done the voice of the Red Skull and he's done the voice of Batroc de Lipa. Yes. And, let me tell you, there's what my favorite thing to do is to do the Patrick Le Voice, mon ami. <laughs> I love doing it, mon ami. But 
I knew it would be a lot more fun having someone else who also did the voice on the show. Yeah. And so uh, he came on to do that as a surprise to you. Now, yes. Bob, in doing a little research on this, because I knew we were going to talk about this episode, I was like, well, what, you know, I'll play a little blurb from this and I, I'll get to that in a minute. But Bob, I am so, I don't know, frustrated, disappointed. I don't know what to tell you. This episode came back, came out four months ago. Uh-huh. And it's missing three minutes and 40 seconds in the middle of the show. It's like, like the just, Nixon tapes. <laughs> it's completely missing. <laughs> so there's a part where I'm like, and Bob, here's the surprise guest. And here's, you know, John Sewell coming on going, uh, you know, bonsoir, mon ami, right? right? And he comes on. All that's gone. It just oh, cuts right into him and I in character doing a part from the comic. And it was, I don't know. I'm disappointed that like, I, I didn't, I guess people didn't realize it, but a man. So anyway, I fixed it. So listen, go back. Even if you've listened to that episode, go back and listen to it again. It's episode 98. Okay. And there's now a, a bonus three minutes and 40 seconds in the middle of the spot, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun banter with uh, John Sewell as Batrock the Lipa. Uh, so anyway, I, I highly recommend that. Oh, he's wonderful. You know, he, I mean, he's a fan favorite and I'm the biggest fan. Uh, I, I, you know, he brings so much when he comes but, to the show. And here's, here's the part that I, I, that really got me. And I, I, I think we'll get the listeners too. Nine and a half hours to live, and I'm having tea with Batrock in the Avengers Library. I have never seen you like this, my foe. Is there something troubling you? I just learned that I let a young boy down, that I stopped being his hero, that he stopped believing in heroes altogether. I know I can't be there for everyone, but this one really disturbs me. It makes me feel like... My whole struggle all, all these years had been in vain. Capitan, it is not like you to talk this way. Tomorrow is another day, another chance to be great. No, Batrock, it, it, it's not. There isn't a tomorrow for me. I, I'm dying tonight. You are joking. I, I wish. I have a heart condition. That's why I'm, I'm wearing this sardine can. I had an omen that at 10 tonight, my heart stops. You, you better leave now, Batrock. I'm, I'm suddenly very tired. I will miss you, mon ami. You are the only man I have never beaten. Is there something I might do for you? No one I've ever fought has ever reformed. The world needs heroes now more than ever. You aren't the only one, Rick, that like that really hit, right? I mean, that whole dialogue uh, beginning there. Uh, I, I, I think by the time we were done with that issue, uh, we were all quite emotional. I mean, yeah, it really hit up. home. It yeah, did. I, I, up. I think, yeah, I was a lot Jason was as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really hit home. Uh, it really, it's one thing to read. Um, read the dialogue it's another thing to to hear it played out like that and it hits in a different way mm -hmm. um 
particularly when the dialogue is read with, you know, respect by fans who, who are putting themselves uh, into it in, in the way that you and, and, and John did. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a great episode. And uh, I, I got to encourage all, all the listeners, if you hadn't listened to it, if you have listened to it, go back and listen to it again, especially that last half. And uh uh, yeah, well, there's a something. bonus track, Bob. There's three minutes and 40 seconds you've never <laughs> right. heard before. You will get something out of it uh, even the second time around because it, it, it was a wonderful episode. All right, so, Bob, um, you know, let's get to – all right, so th- that was our favorite episodes, right? So let's get to what uh, what the, the listeners, when they when – they, they, <laughs> I would say call in, but they wrote in um, what theirs were. But before we get to that, you mentioned before Capman. Um, he sent in – this was supposed to be his recording, but again, it didn't work out. So he's like, well, this is what I was going to say. So he wrote, happy two year anniversary, Rick and Bob. Thanks for every single episode you put out during that time and for the hard work you put into them. There are so many great episodes. I love the episodes discussing the Cap retcons and the episode about the different retelling of Cap's origin. I also really love the interviews. I especially enjoy the interviews with current cap writers Lansing and Kelly and the interview with Steve Engelhart and both episodes with Professor Dan White. But if I had to choose one, I would say that your interview with J.M. DeMatteis in episode 13 is my all-time favorite. Keep up the great work, guys. All right. A little correction to Catman. It was Mark White. Yeah, I think Dan White was the guy who shot the mayor Moscone in San Francisco and had the Twinkie <laughs> defense. So we don't want to confuse those. So we didn't have a show with that guy. <laughs> uh, well, maybe he listens to Cap. <laughs> Could yeah, be. Yeah. He's got a lot of time on his hands in prison, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. But we appreciate you uh, make, trying to make the effort to call in and then sending us uh, the message nonetheless. So as far as the favorite gifts are concerned, Bob, I kind of I kind of group these into categories, right? Um, mm-hmm. The first category is their dream Captain America gift is a comic book. Okay. So the All first right. one, yeah. uh, Steve Rogers. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it actually is Steve Rogers. It's, he's, he's a really nice guy. I've, I've had a chance to chat with him a little bit. He's, um, he's also a patron of the show. So thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. And he, he, this was his message. This is Steve Rogers from San Antonio, Texas. Yes, really. I was just that lucky. Like most of us, my dream Captain America gift would probably be a mint copy of Captain America Comics number one from 1941. My dad was 11 years old when that came out, and he told me he probably had a copy back then. Hindsight is 2020. I started collecting comics in the early 1970s, and I picked up the two-volume Steranko History of Comics when they were still new. My non-existent dream gift would be for him to complete the projected six-volume series, but that's not going to happen at this point. My only possible achievable dream gift would be to have Jim Steranko autograph my copies of Captain America 110, 111, and 113. Well, that's nice. certainly doable, right? I mean, yeah, yeah he's in the circuit. He's, he's in, in the, the circuit. circuit. I actually had him uh, a year or two ago sign my 111. And then recently I went by, I, I didn't bring anything for him to sign. I was merely pitching, please be a guest on the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah. he's a very, he's a very busy man. Yes. Um, 
but uh, yeah, that would be that would be a really cool gift. Well, Rick, we had another uh, another uh, uh, Facebook member who uh, also had a similar uh, wish, and that was Walter Cahill. Now he said, "Well, I'm pretty sure I could only own this in a dream." But Captain America Comics number one would be an amazing gift to receive. I think we can all agree with that. Right? I think but, we all agree. You know, where would I put it though? Right? I'd be I'd be constantly paranoid if I had it out trying to display it in my home office. I'd have to lock it up someplace, and then I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. so, and you know, it'd be like in a some sort of plastic encapsulate, right? Right. Yeah. I'd have lasers. <laughs> you know it'd be yeah. very mission impossible you know in my office and it'd like slice off my appendages every time i went in my office because i i sure as hell would forget i had the lasers on so right. yeah it's just a you know it's more of a problem than it's worth probably especially the sharks <laughs> the sharks uh, yeah all right greg whittle um he he wrote he would want his dream gift would be captain america's weird tales 74 and then he said CGC 3.5. That is very, That's very specific. Right? Oddly specific. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, because I had one. I have like a, a I have a, a 4.0 and I would have sent it to him. Um, mm. But it seems like that maybe is higher than he's looking for. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's an interesting book, right? I mean, it was the last Golden Age Captain America comic with Captain America in it. Um, and, uh, I had a story with the Red Skull and Captain America battling it out in hell. I mean, it's a great book and it's very, very hard to find. Uh, even at a 3.5, it'd be difficult to find. So it's a great, it's a great gift idea. I wish him luck. Yep. All right. So we actually had a couple, uh, uh, comments on Facebook from, uh, Brian Marlett and Jir Dolan, both of them, if they could have anything, would want a Captain America 100 under the tree Ooh, this year yeah yep that's a good one uh tom cad zelaski i hope i'm pronouncing that correct he wrote my dream captain america gift would be an autographed mark wade captain america comic seriously i've met the man several times and he's delightful as he is talented if he's writing it i'm reading it well that was i don't know uh that that's that's quite of a Hey guys, I want to win the prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, gotta take whatever shot you can. Yeah, yeah. be more specific. But, can you be more specific, Tom? Yeah, uh, yeah, but hey, you know he's right though, right? He is right. Uh, we had a great interview with Mark Wade. He was delightful, and mm -hmm. it was very informative and very engaging. And he, I mean, he he was a great guy to talk to. I'd love to have him back because uh, we learned a lot. And um, yeah, he's just. Just, he's, he's had such an impact on the Captain America mythos. Uh, and though he said that he would never come back and uh, work on a Captain America book again, you know, never say never. Yeah. All right, Sean Connery. All right. So uh, <laughs> Batchuk himself, John Waller Sewell, he, uh, he said his wife and in, he says, my wife and I are both recovering from COVID. So I haven't really felt up to recording a message. Besides, I don't think anyone would care to hear Batchuk coughing. Uh, happy anniversary to you and Bob and the podcast. My favorite episode has been the interview with J.M. Damateus. And my Cap Grail item would probably be the cover to Captain America 444 signed by all the creators. I don't know if that was 
the you know just a Captain America four 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 forty four side or the cover like like the original art. Huh. That that would be amazing. Right. That would be. Yeah. Well, I I you know I, I hope he I hope he and his wife are feeling better. He's such a great guy. Yeah. Such a wonderful guest to have on the show, and uh, just one of my favorite people that I've met in the group so far. Yeah, he's a good friend. All right. This next category, Bob, is uh, statues or shields. Ooh, both, both, please. Yeah, why not both? So, Liesel Boylan, uh, she wrote that you know she was looking for under the tree in the stocking. However, however, gifts are delivered these days. The Bradford Exchange statue of Captain America on the motorcycle that came out a few years back. Apparently, she paid for it, but there were complications with the delivery, and they never got it. And they never got their money back. So hope Santa, come on, man, hook her up. Get that Bradford Exchange statue to her, which is a cool statue. Cap on the motorcycle, very easy rider-like bike. Um, I've seen it. I think everybody has probably seen it. If you haven't, Google it. It's a cool statue. I hope she gets it. All right. Next, under the statue shield category, Steve Kelly wrote, he's looking for his dream cap gift is a full-size Captain America statue display. Wow. Now, all right, what's a full size? Like, is that life size? One to one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What is a full size? Yeah, I've seen those on Alibaba, you know, and I've seen that one that Alex Ross uses as uh, you know, as a, as a model, a life model for his mm-hmm. for his illustrations. That would be a cool one to have. So maybe he's talking about that. All right. That's a lot of dusting. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> so Jordan Nelson, he wrote that he wants a Marvel Legends 80th anniversary comic shield. He says he has the original movie color shield they released. He has the Falcon and the Winter Soldier shield, and he's working to get the stealth shield that came out last year. But the classic comic shield is the only one he's had trouble tracking down. So I'm wishing him luck this year that Santa and the Elves bring him that shield. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I, I got to say, I mean, I'm always partial to the comic version over the MCU version. Uh, and and I, I and I would say the classic comic version, because even like the the current one with the Captain America mm-hmm. um, Sentinel of Liberty, it, it has the MCU version of the shield because it the sure shards does. on the star it, and the grooves and all that. Jazz. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the painted one better, yeah. but that's just me. All right. So this next category is original art something I'm fond of mm-hmm. BJ Shea said they would like a replica shield, but if not, they would want the uncanny X-Men 268 cover with Captain America, Wolverine and black widow. You know that one? I sure Jim do. Lee? Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? That's gotta be like a six figure piece. Undoubtedly. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Jim, just Jim Lee's regular stuff goes for, you know, large double amounts. digits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on Twitter, the Mad Titan of Maine. I do replied, like that Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Mad Titan of Alabama. Right. No, different guy. Yeah. Totally different. different. Guy. Yeah. yeah. In my fantasy world, LOL, the original art to the annual number eight cover would be an absolute dream to have. Which is, that's the Mike Zek, John Beatty cover where yep. Wolverine and cap are fighting beautiful yeah i mean man, iconic yeah to have that cover that, that also probably could probably fetch six figures 
but I don't know, probably seventy to eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, undoubtedly. An actual realistic item would be the cap man and wolf trade paperback, which is a really fun story. And I only have about half the issues of the full story right now. Uh, so he's referring to the the man and wolf six issue miniseries, mm-hmm. right? That was done by Mark Grunewald. Um, I want to say in the early 400s. And it was, you know, Wolverine was in it. Cable was in it. Wolf's Bane was in it. Cap turns into Cap Wolf. Uh, yeah. A little fun story. Yeah. So he wants to trade paperback for that. Yeah. Funko came out last year, Rick. That was, a, that was, a, everybody was it. all over that one, right? I have yeah. Right. I have the t-shirt too. You do. Yep. So in uh, the other category, Rick, uh, you know, not comic, not original art, not those sort of things, not statues. Uh, Aaron Paul wrote that he would like the original Marvel 1000 essay by Mark Wade as either a screensaver or a poster. A poster, that would be kind of cool. I'd love to see that. It, it would be because he, he said the original yeah. essay, right? Yeah. Because Mark wrote a certain thing and it was found to be a little too controversial by the Marvel editors, publishers. So they had him rewrite it, which is what ultimately ended up in Marvel 1000. So what he's looking for is the original one by Mark, Mark Wade. Yeah. Uh, and that, when we had Mark Wade on the show, we did talk about that. We sure did. And he, and he talked about the original and he talked about the difference and he talked about why it happened and how he handled it. So it's a great episode to, to, to hear about that. Now, I'm a very fortunate man and part of my original art collection. I actually have the art to that by John Cassidy. It doesn't have Mark Wade's words on it, um, but it is the art of Cap standing on that big boulder holding the ginormous American flag. Um, it's a really cool piece of art and I have it framed and I'm staring at it right now. Have you thought about just penciling in the words yourself? Yeah, I did, but I I, I want to color it, <laughs> hand color it first. Uh, it's a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James Grogan wrote, he wants uh, a good costume to go with this, and he's holding a shield. I'm partial to the first Avenger suit, so his dream gift is a uh, is a cosplay costume. Well, I get that. I you know I I belong to some of those cosplay groups, Rick, and uh, and I got to tell you, I'm tempted from time to time, and then I look in the mirror and go, you know, I can't pull this off. But those costumes, yeah. the, the 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 work that folks put, you I mean, can totally be... pull off Doughboy. Thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for these suits, right? But folks put a lot of time and effort into getting them just right, and so yeah, that would be an awesome gift to have that one delivered under your tree. All right, you could you could pull off Doughboy, and I could pull off uh, Helmet Zemo without the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you'd be a really good machine smith. Oh, that's even, oh, is that a ball joke, Bob? No, is that a ball no, joke? no, no, no. I just think because you're really smart in that way. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we have uh, one last one, Scott Ruplin, who is again a very uh, uh, a patron. Fr- He's a patron, frequent commenter, good friend. Uh, he wrote that short of some of his favorite Golden Age cat books, which would be the ultimate, he would go for an original Sentinel of Liberty pin. And if that's not enough, he'd want it with the membership card that mm. came with it. And uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Those uh, those are far and few between, not just the badges, but the, but the cards themselves. 
hard to find, Rick. Very hard to find. Um, I've been looking one, you know, for a long time, and uh, they don't come up very often. What do they go for? Well, you know, the pins are the bat or the or the cards. Both. Yeah. Well, the pins, you know, you can get them sometimes. You know, it's one of those things where um, it's all about timing, right? And so they come up on 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 eBay occasionally, and you can sometimes pick them up for three hundred bucks. Sometimes they'll be as much as $700, $800, depending on the condition. But it really depends on if you see it when it pops up. So if you're looking for one of those, make sure you, you put those in your, uh, you know, your, your permanent search terms so that you get notified when they do come up. Now, the cards, well, you know, they're paper, right? And so a lot fewer of those survived from the 1940s. And so those things can run $900, $1,000 for a card that is in decent condition. Wow. Yeah. Well, but you know, Scott's worth it. So hope you get it, buddy. They did do a 1990 version, right? They sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I have the plastic 1990 version, which, you know, hey, it's still over 30 years old. So it's kind of a, you know, vintage piece in its own right. Um, I got it from somebody in the group. He was selling those. He had some extras. And then he also made replicas of the carb. Right. So, so I have, I don't have authentics, but I have replicas and that's, that's also kind of fun. Yeah. Well, those 1990, you know, there were two that came out in 1990, right? It was the steel ones that were, I think, 1500 or 2500. I can't remember what that was. Quantity. My planets. Yeah. Quantity planet studio. And then the plastic ones that were also planet studio uh, produced for uh, Marvel comics to give out at, at conventions. And if you think about it, I mean, I have a few, I have, I have some of those, the plastic ones, they're extremely fragile. They mm. break very easily. And so, yeah, they're 30 years old. On them, Bob. Well, I know, but I can't help myself. Uh, it hurts so good. Um, but you know, they're, they're 30 years old. Uh, they're getting older and older. More and more of those are going to break simply mm -hmm. because they're so fragile. And those are going to become increasingly rare and hard to find. So if, if, if you're looking for those, get them now because uh, they're going to be almost impossible to find at a decent price uh, in 10 years from now. And take good care of them. Yeah, indeed. Hey, Cap fans. Well, in all of our excitement, with everything we had to cover in today's episode, Bob and I forgot to mention who the winner was of the Mark Wade Captain America autographed comic. And so I went ahead and took all of our entries, assigned them a number, went online, did a random poll, and the winner is Steve Rogers. No, not Steve Rogers Captain America, but Steve Rogers the listener. He was the one who was hoping to get a Captain America Comics number one someday, but more realistically, hoping to get Jim Steranko to autograph his Captain America comics. And while we can't help you with Jim, Steve, we can help you with a Mark Wade autographed Cap comic. Congratulations. All right, so Bob, while we're talking about gifts, um, I wanted to mention a website that I came across. It's an organization that takes comic books and donates them to hospitals for children. And they do, um, they send them to uh, hospitals, they send them to um, uh, cancer units, 
Um, and it's, it's a great organization. It's called Comic Books for Kids. And so I highly recommend if you have any comic books that you're sitting on that, you know what, you thought about selling, but you don't want to go through the effort or you tried selling them and, well, maybe they're just not worth a lot and they're commons or whatever. When I had my comic store and, and listen, probably five days a week, I had someone come in with an entire collection and 95% of the time I turned them down because we just had so many comics in the store already. And these were commons and we just didn't need them. And so they were like, well, what do I do with them? I'm like, well, donate them to, you know, the local hospital, you know, for kids, you know, uh, or the, or the library or something like that. And you get a tax donation tax write-off or whatever. So anyway, this organization, it's called Comic Books for Kids. You can go to their website, comicbooksforkids.org. And they they will take your comics and they will distribute them to hospitals or cancer units for kids. They, they support 185 hospitals. And, um, you know, they uh, it, it's just a great organization. I, I have nothing to do with them. Um, but I do feel that they're an organization worth mentioning and worth supporting and getting getting more news out there. So I highly encourage you, if you're in the in the you know in the giving spirit and you've got some comics laying around, go to their website, follow the instructions. You can send your books in; they will handle the rest. Uh, or if it's the end of the year and you just need a tax write off, go ahead and do it. But whatever the reason behind it. Uh, it's a. It seems like the, a really good organization to support. You know, Rick, I, it, it's you're absolutely right. Right, and I've seen some posts recently. You know, especially around Halloween, folks giving off co comic books to kids in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I used to do that too. Right, you know, it's a great idea. I never thought of that. Right, it's it's a fabulous idea. This is even a better idea because we hear a lot of complaints about eh, kids these days. You're not reading comics, like you know, and the businesses are suffering. Comic companies aren't selling as many comics. If you want to get kids interested in holding a comic in their hand and reading a comic book, get them some comic books. And this is one way to do that and, and to do it for kids who, who really do need uh, to take their mind off what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anybody needs escapism right now, kids in the hospital. So yeah, highly, highly recommend. All right. So that being said, Bob, I, you know, I got this package in the mail. Oh yeah. The elves dropped it off and, and, yeah, I think it's from you. I'm not sure. It's possible. But... Possible. I do have some pull with the elves. Do you now? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm not touching that. <laughs> I am just I'm not touching that. Um That's what they said. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what uh should we get to opening our gifts? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So I got this in the mail like a week ago. And it has been sitting here. Oh my. And I have been looking at this. Yeah. For for a week now. And it's like this canvas bag, but it's, it's like a gift bag. You uh -huh. know what I mean? But it's yeah. got like a it's pulled at the top, so I can't look in. Now, I know it's it's not a basketball. Right. right? Yeah. Like I could tell by squeezing this is this is not <laughs> what were you trying to do right there? <laughs> that was my doughboy. <laughs> that was a horrible doughboy. <laughs> well, 
love is spontaneous. Right? It's a horrible Doughboy. Doughboy's more like, hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell you were doing. Okay, well. You know, Maybe I, you were doing the Marvel Doughboy. I was lost in the moment. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I thought you were going to be like, don't squeeze the Charmin. <laughs> um, however, you kind of gave it away in the tag here because it says, Merry Christmas, Rick. Stay warm. Oh, my goodness. Right? Yes. I already know it must be an Afghan. Yeah, yeah. You quilted me Captain America Afghan. I did. I've been trying to take up new hobbies. All right, so here's the funny part. All right, because it says, from Steve Rogers. (laughs) Now, I went and I was like, what? And as we pointed out earlier, there is a Steve Rogers who not only listens to the show, but he's a patron. He's a supporter. He, you know, he donates on a monthly basis. And I'm like, well, I've talked with Steve. Did did he send me a gift? So I reached uh, out to him. Did you look on the address? Did it say the Lower East Side or San Antonio? I didn't look at the address. Oh. So I reached out to Steve Rogers and I said, hey, Steve, you didn't happen to send me a package, did you? And and he, he was like, well, I'm getting old and forgetful, but I'm pretty sure I literally remember that. So, uh, so I was like, oh, okay. I, I think I knew who this is from. And, uh, All right. Should, should I open this? Oh, please. Yes, okay. please. All right. Ooh, he's opening it up, folks. He's, he's pulling out the decorative, decorative paper. It's a reusable bag there, so be gentle. <laughs> all right Oop. it is it is a captain america is it's a hooded sweatshirt oh uh, who can say what is this oh it's very soft yeah it is it's a that's a fine material right there high quality yeah oh that is a captain america hooded sweatshirt zip up Oh, oh, <laughs> it's a onesie. <laughs> it's a onesie. I have pajamas now. Now, the only thing I will say, Bob, is, um, you know, I'm the pre-serum Steve Rogers. Right. Whereas I think this is the post-serum Steve well, Rogers. Well, I, I don't know. You're going to have to, you know, try that bad boy on. And yeah. uh, I do have to admit, I, I did contact S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Shield headquarters, and did, uh, did you? I spoke to to uh, the operative on duty. Uh-huh. They, and what, uh huh. What did Megan say? They gave me. Some, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not at liberty to disclose who I spoke to, but uh-huh. but they gave uh-huh. me some guidance on sizing. You know, based on the available choices. Uh, so she was just upstairs asking. She's like, "Oh, did you open the gift yet?" But she also knows what I got you. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing. I'm slipping it on people. The reason I got this, Rick, is because you know, uh, folks, they don't, they don't, they can't see us because it's just the audio. But I see right. Rick. Starting about October, I see him huddled in his basement, uh, <laughs> usually with a sweater and a sweatshirt, and it's usually like a Captain America hoodie. Come it on. is, it is, it is. And I go, gosh, he looks cold down there in that in that uh, uh-huh. in that basement. Uh, he he needs something to keep him warm, so that he can be a more effective podcaster. <laughs> so you don't hear my teeth chattering yeah you know that's a distraction yes my next with the next interview we do bob should i wear this oh, you should you absolutely should right with the hood on uh-huh 
Because it is, uh, you know, as you like to point out, it is comic book accurate. <laughs> yes, because it has the red stripe under the star. I am. All right. So, folks, I am wearing the I now have it on and it is a full jumpsuit. It's a fleece suit. I think it's fleece. It's very warm, mm-hmm. uh, very soft. And it is uh, the Captain America uniform. Right. Yeah. With the white star on the chest. Right. The red and white stripes around the center. I have the hood that I put up and Bob's about to see me. Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. That's it, folks. All right. I'm going <laughs> to hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up and you could do a screenshot. And take a picture of me. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. How's that look? Oh, that was awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All um, right. I'm gonna send you that. So I th- I think I think when we have our next like creator on, and they're like, oh, well, you know, via email, they seem very professional. And then I'm gonna show up <laughs> like this, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, oh my god, how 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 quickly can we not <laughs> get this episode over with? Um, Perfect. That looks awesome. All right. See, toasty. I am. I am completely yeah. warm now. Yeah. See? Yeah. Is it is it form fitting? Is it uh what do you think? Is it is it oh, showing yeah. my guns? It's absolutely yeah. Right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good. What all right, Bob. Now? now all right, it's your turn. Your turn. Right. You gotta open up your gift. All right, all right. I was, it's, I was, it looks like a it looks like a bottle bag. So it is. Uh, it's totally like, a bottle oh, bag. I was like, oh my gosh, the bottle seemed to have uh, uh disintegrated. So I went I went for the uh what's quicker than wrapping? Oh, nice. And of course, uh, the red and blue colored paper. Very nice. Very nice. All right. I got it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Yes. It is that classic. Wink! <laughs> All right, so tell the listeners what what are you looking at right All now? All right, so this is a uh, this is a t shirt with uh-huh. looks to be a custom t shirt, Rick. I it don't is know if custom. these are available to the general public. No, no, this is specially made just for you, Bob. Yeah, so you know, as you know, we we reviewed Acts of Vengeance, and uh, and so this is that classic panel <laughs> where Captain America is uh, he's now he's on a I can't remember he's specifically he's on the ship, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the ship. Yeah. And uh, and it was uh, who's the guy who who the uh, voice the voice who commands people right mm-hmm. and in this instance he is he is saying Captain America I command you just as Captain America throws his shield at one of the uh, the, the controller the, the controller and the sound effect is whack <laughs> <laughs> this is this is awesome. Thank uh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. This so is beautiful. we did uh if you if you're curious, go to listen to episode 110 where we do the Acts of Vengeance three-part story. And uh Bob and I cracked up so much on that particular panel. Uh we we actually had a pause. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm getting a t-shirt made. That is a that is a great inside joke. I am going to treasure that T-shirt. Right, now you need to stand and hold it up so oh, that all right. uh, I can get a picture of you. All right, all right. There we go. Can you can you put it on? Sure. 
All right. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I actually reached out to shield headquarters and she, uh, she helped me with your size as well. <laughs> she never mentioned it. No, I actually, I actually end up friending her on Facebook just so I could get through to a messenger on her. Uh, she did, she did take a picture and send me the, she's like, this is hilarious, which was the, uh, Bob, uh, best gosh darn co-host. Oh, right, right. That yeah. was why she took a picture. Oh, funny, funny. Oh, yeah. She's a sneaky. She used to be, a, you know, she used to be an intel officer for the Navy. Mm, so. A little espionage, huh? Yeah. So straight up her wheelhouse. Next, excellent, Beautiful. excellent. Thank All right. Well, they, these are these are great gifts. Now, yeah. obviously, Bob, this wasn't your dream cap-related gift. What? I mean, maybe it was, but you know, if you had to have a distant second. What would be your dream mm. Captain America related gift? You know, Rick, I mean, I, I'm so blessed, right? I've had so many uh, since joining the, I've got, I've, I've gotten so many new different collectibles that I never thought uh, I would be interested in. And, uh, but there's one thing that eludes me. And I, I, you know, I talked about it earlier. It's that, it's that membership card for the Sentinel of Liberty badge. Mm, okay. You know, I've got three badges. I've got a, I've got two brass and, and a copper and I love those things. They're some of my most prized possessions. But that card, you know, I feel like oh, it just it would be perfect if I could just pair a card with one of those badges. And I had a line on one once. One of our members had one and he thought about selling and he said, well, I'll let you know if I ever sell it. But he ended up selling it to someone else. Ah, oh, and it broke my heart. But I I'm bet. still I'm still on the hunt, man. And one of these days I'll, I'll find one for sure. Well, I wish you the best of luck in that. And, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But I got a feeling you know, Bob, you live a good life. I think karma, karma might just look out for you. You never know. How about you, Rick? What's your dream gift? Well, you know, I, I have in the last four or five years gotten into original art. It used to be comics and I still have a love for comics, obviously. Um, but after I completed my Captain America collection, uh, and I'm very blessed, very fortunate. Um, you know, I got Captain America 100 to now. And then I, I did the details of suspense 58 through 99. And I was like, Hmm, where do I go from here? And I could have gone golden age captain America, but you know what? It's just, that's not my cap. Mm -hmm. That's not my Steve Rogers. And so I, I decided to go original art and, you know, which is just as equally expensive, if not more than golden age comics mm -hmm. anyway. So, you know, either way, I, I was going to cost me a pretty penny and either way I was going to be something I would get just slowly one little piece at a time. Right. Um, but I decided to get original art and I have built up a, a very nice original art collection in the last few years. And uh, I've been focusing on Mike Zek because, you know, nostalgia, right? You, mm -hmm. you're, you're capturing a piece of your youth. And um, I, I I look at, you know, guys out there who have, you know, midlife crises and what do they do? They, they could buy it. They buy a sports car. They buy a classic yeah. car from their from their youth that reminds them of their youth. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I, I could have gone that route. And um, but, you know, as soon as you buy a car, it depreciates. And the maintenance. Exactly. And, and I'm yeah. just not a car guy. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I put money into something, I wanted to either, you know, keep the same value or potentially increase. And so that's why, you know, I was like, well, I feel justified 
you know, you, you could talk yourself into anything, right? So yeah. That's how I justified myself into getting some original art. So I have a nice collection of Mike Zek original art. Um, I've been very, very fortunate that way. But my dream, as I mentioned before, my first Captain America comic that I ever purchased with my own money was Captain America 286. That is the cover of Deathlock Lives, where Deathlock yeah. got his in you know, Captain Sculpts. Um, I I heard a rumor, I, I believe the rumor, uh, of the person who owns it. He is a uh, a guy who owns a some comic shops in the southeast. He puts on a few shows, um, but I don't know this for sure, so I'm not going to say his name. But I believe he owns it, and he's owned it for decades. And he's never going to get rid of it anytime soon. So the, I, the the chances of me are getting it are very slim. Uh, and quite frankly, I, I want to, you know, keep my house uh, and my marriage. So I, I'm not even, but, but, you know, Hey, that's what the question was, right? What, what's right. your dream, dream Captain gift? gift? Yeah. I would love to own the cover to the very first Captain America comic I ever owned. And that would be cover 286. Now, in the meantime, I have, the next best thing a couple of years ago, we had, um, you know, as you mentioned before, as a member in our, in our Facebook group is, um, is the artist, Mike Perkins and Mike, Mike Perkins did do Captain America for, uh, the Ed Brubaker series, right? He, he inked Steve Epting. There are many page, many, uh, issues he penciled. He did some covers, um, you know, and he's still out there today still doing artwork and he also does some commissions he did a recreation of captain america 286 for me and i have that and that's a really cool thing to have so um so that's that's the next best thing yeah you can't go wrong with perkins right i mean he's just a magnificent artist 100 percent. yeah um all right bob before we get into i i want to get into the top five list that I created that's focused on you before we do that though do you want to get into your favorite interview from the last year do like you know do, share yeah. that with the listeners yeah I mean there are so many good ones Rick you know and, and again it's hard to pick one right because I mean I could <clears throat> I could pick to any number of 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 the ones that we did that um were special in some way hi I'm Jim Shooter hi this is Al Milgram hi I'm Mark Wade this is Alana Smith hey I'm Jackson Lansing and I'm Colin Kelly. This is Dan Jurgens. This is Paula Rivera. This is Tocio Yabuchi. Gosh, you know, Dan Jurgens was great. And Tonya and Alana Smith. And uh, I mean, Toche and Alana Smith. And Al Milgram was, was, was surprising uh, in how much that hit me as a great interview. Um, but the one that really, I, I think, if I had to pick one, it was definitely episode 104. And it's the one we did with Paulo Rivera. Mm. Uh, the mythos Captain America uh, Jenkins and, and Rivera did uh, is is my favorite origin retelling. Uh, the art is amazing. The right writing is uh, is spot on. But that that interview was was interesting in a lot of ways. Uh, one is Apollo is a very engaging guy, right? A lot of fun to Definitely. talk to, right? And we talked a lot about his his blog where he he provides a lot of the background for his research and the techniques that he uses in his art. 
but in that in that episode, it was around I don't know, around 31 and a half minutes that I asked him about some of the level of detail that he embedded in the panels where Steve Rogers visits the Veterans of Foreign War post in New York City. And I, I had bought a page from from that series of pages where where Steve is visiting the VFW. And, and Paulo starts to talk about you know, his research, how he, he went to the VFW in New York City and he went in and he got a tour and he starts talking about um, in the comics, the murals that he has uh, depicted on the walls of the VFW and how mm-hmm. he tries to imply that that Steve, who who is an artist, was the artist of those murals. And, and that- I, I will say that was an eye opener to me when he said that, like it yeah. never dawned on me when reading that, right. that story that the artwork in the vfw would have ever been done by steve like i knew steve had done art in the comics right as an artist but it didn't occur to me that was eye-opening when when um paolo mentioned that yeah and i don't want to give it away i don't want to give away the detail right but he mentions a specific detail that from earlier in the book uh that shows up in those murals that connects the dots and you're right i missed that too so that was that was that was an eye-opener but at around, I think, 34, 39 in that interview, he starts talking about the tables and the chairs at the VFW, right, that, that he notices uh, when he's visiting the real one and how they're stacked up on the sides of the room with just a couple tables. And that's how it's depicted in the story as well. And he, he gets emotional. Uh, he gets choked up and we get choked up, right? Because yeah. we know what he's talking about. He's talking about the fact that the greatest generation, they're dying off. Right. And he told me in a personal email, you know, that in that panel, Steve Rogers is sitting uh, at the table with a bunch of old vets. And, and the vet, I think, to, the, to his right was based on on Paulo's uncle who served World War Two. And so that generation is dying off. And so that those tables and chairs stacked up on the side are symbolic of of what we're losing with every year that passes. And, and we're all getting choked up. Right. Because yeah. there's so yeah. much symbolism in the way that that story is depicted and written by Jenkins and Rivera. It's, it's just a great interview. It really is. We, we, let's play that. You know, in, in the comic and, and in, uh, in Jenkins' script, Steve Rogers uh, is an artist. Like, he, he keeps a sketchbook. And so I wanted to subtly suggest that maybe he could have done it. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't make it explicit, but I. I think. I. I think what it was. Oh yeah. So in the in the very first few pages, I have him uh, drawing a rose, and I put that rose in the mural. Uh, and I don't. I don't know if it's on the page that you have, but it's it's among those pages that mm-hmm. I, I did that. Uh, and then the other like detail that I don't think I would have done had I not visited was the tables. Uh, being put up. So, you know, if you had told me to draw a VFW post, I would have, you know, come up with a room and I would have had lots of tables and chairs and everything. And when I got there, they had all those tables and chairs, but they're all put up on the side because, you know, they're not having an event. And to me, like, it was just perfect. Like, as soon as I walked in that room, I was like, you know, because the whole book is about these guys. And Steve Rogers is like, he's not getting older yeah. you know and the rest of his 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 friends are and it just yeah 
Yeah. It, it's you know, really it's, powerful. Really is. And, and I, it, to see that generation kind of, uh, you know, pass really. Yeah. Um, and so to do that story when you and, and Paul did was a very timely story in the fact that here's a last chance that we can tell this story. You know, we're actually capturing, um, you know, uh, plausibility of, of when, you know, these, these real live men could still be with us um, and celebrate them. And, and also exactly. the sadness that those tables were up against the wall because they weren't celebrating, right? There wasn't a lot there going on anymore. Um, right. Very solemn and very respectful. So it was, it, and it came, it came across beautifully in your work. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's what I was trying. Oh yeah. I got to say, Bob, it was, uh, it was a great interview. Um, and, and not, not, I guess not, you know, Paolo Rivera maybe is not a household name, you know, um, for a, a lot of comic fans. They, they might know of his work. I mean, he's done over 200 covers, um, you know, but uh, he, he's certainly an established creator, uh, but he's a beautiful painter. And I'm lucky enough to own a few pages from that book as well that I, I purchased um, from a private collector. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, thanks for pointing that out. I, I absolutely did really enjoy that, that conversation with him. It was very candid and very, uh, you know, off the cuff. And, and um, you know, as you pointed out, very, you know, some points very emotional. Mm -hmm. and those are the interviews that really get me Rick. when you know we're really connecting with uh with the guest and something comes through that like a question or something maybe they didn't expect and you know the, it just it all comes out how about you rick what uh what was your favorite episode and we had so many great ones but what stuck out for you well you know that was a tough one i i will say we kicked off the year in 2020 with an amazing interview with legendary writer, editor, publisher, Jim Shooter. That was a great conversation about his time, you know, involved with the Captain America character, obviously. And we got his perspective on some things um, after we had gotten to his, the, you know, about the story. Like, for instance, we talked to J.M. DeMatteis about, Captain America 300 and why he left the book. And it had a lot to do with Jim Shooter. And we asked Jim Shooter his thoughts on that same topic. We talked to uh, John Beatty, you know, legendary inker, longtime mm -hmm. collaborator with Mike Zeck. He had some, you know, stories to tell about Jim Shooter and about, you know, the, the editing um, direction that he got from Jim about shadowing and, you know, things like that. So we asked Jim about it and Jim had his perspective. Yeah. And, uh, and then there were a lot of great conversations about, you know, secret wars and, and, and so on. So that, that was a, a, an amazing conversation. And, you know, if people haven't checked that out, I, I highly recommend they do. Um, that was in, in episode 65, um, which was almost a year ago. But I'd have to say my favorite interview for this year, and they're, they're, all the guests were great, right? Mm -hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, but 
I'm going to go with Mark Wade, mm. right? Mark Wade was, uh, he's, a, he's, he's in my top three Captain America writers of all time. So there I'm already biased, but, but then he, he just nailed it. I, I, I love when guests come on and they tell me and they tell us, uh, you know what? I, I have, uh, X amount of time to talk with you guys. Yeah. Right. 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 And then, and then, we, yeah. And then we get into the conversation uh-huh. and we ask really good questions Yeah, and, and then we show that we've done our homework. Yeah. And we we show that we have a lot of passion and interest. Yeah. And then they end up talking twice as long as they said they were going to talk about. Right. Right. Yeah. And and Mark was yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. Right. We end up having, you know, uh, a well over an hour conversation with him. And we covered so many things, right? Um, not least of which was when he revealed how he finally cracked the code on writing cap after 25 years. Yeah. Like, like what what was what it to be a cap writer what does that mean because mark wade had many stints as captain rick right mm-hmm. so we he 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 followed mark grunwald to finish off volume 1 he came back a year and a half later uh to start kick off volume 3 he did the sentinel of liberty series mm-hmm. right and then they brought him back after you know, the, the Hydra cap story and they need to get back to the grassroots, right? They need to get back to the adventurer. They get need to get, you know, the cross country Captain America. Who did he bring back? Mark Wade. Yeah. Right. Uh, he did the man at a time miniseries, right? So he knows the character. Yeah. Uh, so he gave his thoughts on just cap kill and, and why he had cap kill the red skull. Because yeah. he did. He had Cap kill Red Skull in one of his stories. Um, we talked about whether Cap is uh, apolitical. Um, we talked about the, the the Red Skull story where he has to have his name removed from the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, we, you know, when he was pulled from volume one for Rob Liefeld, you know, and, mm-hmm. and his reaction to that. Um, and why he will never write cap again right that was like eye-opening right yeah that to me was uh just a fun fun interview he 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 didn't hold back at all no he certainly didn't it was it was very frank it was a frank conversation as as in a lot of ours are very frank you know um and you're right. We do get a lot of uh, of interviews that start off with like a certain amount of time. Do you remember? Do you remember episode 100, Rick? <clears throat> do you remember Dan Jurgens? Oh yes, yes. Remember that one, right? He, he like he, he was kind of grudging when he came on, but by the time we were done, he was like so engaged in the conversation, right? And he's like, hey, "Let's do this again sometime." Yeah, and that happened on the episode. You weren't you weren't on there, but Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre pre recording, they were like. Okay, we only have like so much time, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and then again, ends up being, you know, well past their time because, yeah. they, they, you know, they, they're having fun. Right. They understand the passion yeah. that we yeah. have for this. And they understand that our listeners also have that same passion. They want to hear these things. They want to, they want to get into, you know, the thoughts behind what is going on. You know, we're not just going to talk about who's stronger. 
you know, Captain America <laughs> or Iron Man, right? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. sure. We sure yeah. we we do have our yeah. our our yeah. fanboy questions that come out, and yeah. we're both guilty of that. But sure. But you and I, we like to get to the thoughts behind, yeah. you know, uh, the reasons behind they do the things, and we'd love to talk about the character that is Steve Rogers and and Sam Wilson. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that that sets us apart, right? We 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 ask some questions that maybe hadn't been asked before, and I think um, folks who who do these interviews all the time, either in person on podcasts at uh, Comic Cons. Uh, they appreciate the effort that goes in uh, coming up with some questions that maybe they hadn't fielded before. All right, Bob, time for some dramatic music. Ooh, who doesn't I, like dramatic music? I'm going to, I don't normally do this. I mean, I, I do edit the podcast, but I don't like, you know, we don't do special effects and music and stuff like that. But I mm -hmm. think for this one, it's time for some dramatic music. Is that a cowbell? I need more cowbell. I got a fever. <laughs> All right. Where I, Bob, I, I put a lot of, a lot of thought and a lot of time and a lot of effort into creating a top five list. I, oh, I appreciate that. And this top five list focuses on you, Bob. And this is in, in 2022, Rick's top five Bob led episodes. Now, what does that mean? That means Bob comes up with the concept and the idea. He executes on that by doing the research and providing the, the outline and the notes. And I take the back seat and I just come along for the ride, right? I just show up and and I might have some thoughts and whatever, but, but mostly most of it is fully dedicated to you, Bob. So I really wanted to, to focus on the last 51 episodes of this year, Bob. Yeah. Here are my top five Bob led episodes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number one. Yeah, I'm starting with number one, not number five. Okay. Number one, episode 84, which is the top 10 other retcons. Oh, it's a classic. Part one, right? Mm -hmm. This was actually one episode, but I I said, well, let's break it into two, right? Yeah. But, but it yeah. was good. It was really good. You did a lot of research on... Uh, the retcons that have happened in Cap's life that were not the obvious, not not Avengers number four, where Cap's frozen, right? We're, we're talking the other ones. Yeah. Number two, episode eighty nine, top ten other retcons, part two. Oh, it's one time when the sequel's better than the original, like Godfather, <laughs> Empire yeah. Strikes Back. You're right? pulling, yeah. you're pulling me in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Number three of the top five Bob led episodes. Episode 114. Oh, that was last episode. And that was the Captain America from the 1950s. This that was, was a good one. Yeah. Uh, it was a great one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I heard that was put in for a Grammy. I don't, I mean, that's a rumor, but I don't, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. <laughs> um. I don't have a four or five. Oh! <laughs> Rick, was this some sort of 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 slam or something? Is this why you asked me if I would be offended? <laughs> you know, my mantra, Rick, is it's always quality over quantity. <laughs> uh, well, kudos to you, Bob, for living that mantra. <laughs> Because you have avoided the quantity like no man I've ever met before. Uh, yeah, well, you know, research takes time. It really does. It does. It does. It takes time. It, it so, does. Yeah. I got to reflect. I got to research. I got to reflect. Research. You know, it's, you know, it's an endless cycle. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Maybe, maybe in 23, we'll actually have five. We might. I have some ideas. Do you have some I ideas? We well, before we get to ideas for 23, let's yeah. look back at the bucket list that we did for this year, 2022. So when I went back and I listened to uh, episode 64, which was our an one anniversary, one year anniversary show. And by the way, if you if listeners, if you haven't listened to that one yet, that's a fun episode, too. Right. Uh so go listen to the one year anniversary show, which was the, the theme of that one was our best and worst Captain America, Captain America related gift. Anchor was actually working at the time and people actually called in. So we could actually hear people's voices and, you know, uh, people had some great ideas. I remember Grant Boz, uh, he had the um, the the mother-in-law uh, Captain America um, croquet shawl something and then the uh shield waffle maker waffle maker right, right? yeah 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 pancake maker or whatever yeah something yeah there was, was a comp you know they have the, the company i have the crock pot i remember talking about the crock pot that i got yeah anyway so Mint. that was episode Mint 64 Rick. so at the end of 64 yeah i probably it's still in the box people that's what he means <laughs> it's mint my mint that's crock what he pot. means he doesn't take things out of the box i don't yeah it really is. <laughs> it's, it's a sickness. sickness. It really is. <laughs> I'm surprised he's actually wearing the t-shirt right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was, it was painful. But I, put I know. It on. I yeah. made him put on the t-shirt. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be folded up somewhere nicely. Vacuum, with his, vacuum sealed. With his red, white, and blue Captain America sneakers. I still haven't worn those. I know you haven't. I know you haven't. <laughs> I'm waiting for a special occasion. Yeah, we already yeah. pointed out in that yeah. episode, I'm pretty sure that you're going to wear them in your casket. That would probably yeah. be the first time <laughs> you wear them. Right. It's a thought. I'm going to put that in my, my will and testament. Anyway, so at the end of the one-year anniversary, we actually did, here's our bucket list for 22. Bob, would you like me to uh, refresh your memory of what we Yeah, had? I think we should. All right, we had eight things, eight okay. items. Uh, we did three of them. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a math major. That means we have five left to do. Yeah. Uh, we only okay. have one week to do it, so it ain't gonna happen. Okay. All right. So here, here are the the eight items we we talked about covering in 22. Number one, 
the Medusa Effect one-shot from 1994. We didn't do that. No, we didn't. Now, we didn't do that because I didn't want to do it. Why didn't I want to do it? Well, because I'm holding out hope that we're going to get Roy Thomas on the show as a guest. I keep hearing definite maybe. Uh, I actually went to a show a few, like a month ago, stood in a very long line just so I could say, hey, can you please be on our show again? And I gave him a cap, what would cap do challenge coin. Uh, I did get the Medusa Effect one shot autographed. That's cool. That is cool. So yeah. that's on me. Right. We'll do that, you know, when we get Roy Thomas on the show. All right. Number two. Captain America Patriot miniseries. It was a four-part miniseries that came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we do that, Bob? I don't know why we haven't done that yet. It's such a great, it's a great story. And the art's great. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm down. All right, number three, a top 10 Captain America retcon show. Well, bing, huh. bing, 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 bing. Huh. We did that. Huh. We actually made that two episodes. Uh, number four. A show with two golden age stories. And didn't happen. Mm, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Number five, a commie smasher story or two from Captain America Comics 76 through 78 back in 1954. What? Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Hey, I'm coming through for you, Rick. <laughs> no, dude, this was you putting this on the list. <laughs> Just, uh, two out of the three that we did do were the ones that I led. So. The ones that you put on the list. You're welcome. You put them on the list. <laughs> anyway, we yeah. So we just did that last episode, right? 76 uh-huh. and 78. Uh, number six, do another March Madness. And then we asked, should it be a reseated version of last year? Uh, you know, the which was in 21 when we did, you know, a March Madness on favorite cap artists or should we do top writers we never did a march madness now we did kind of i blame me what 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 do you think we did did we not do covers oh yeah we called it cover madness (laughs) (laughs) folks he's here he's like he's got one hand in a bag of potato chips and the other (laughs) hand is in a in a bottle of nerviva or whatever that nerviva stuff that uh i'm I'm having a (laughs) Dude, we've been talking for so long. I need it. I need a, like a sugar rush. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. We did that. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. Four. We got four done. Hey, thanks to me. <laughs> thanks to me. Because God knows I was the one who did all the work on that March Madness. Right. Although technically this was a Facebook uh, event. Not a Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven, we did the Captain storyline, which we did. In fact, we in our bucket list, we did 332 to 350, but we did the road to the Captain. Right. We actually extended yeah. that. Yeah. So if we went from 19 issues to 24 issues. No extra charge. Number eight, what if 44, which came out in 1984. That was the, the one where it was, what if Captain Eric were not revived until today? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we do that one? That's a good I don't one. know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's people. I mean, it's frequently brought up in the Facebook group. People comment on it, talk about it, post about it. We definitely got to have to do that one. Okay, so let's add that to the 2023 bucket list. So for 2023, 
We've, we're adding the Medusa effect, Captain America Patriot miniseries, maybe a show with two Golden Age stories. We'll do another March Madness. Who knows what that will be? We'll do What If 44. Okay? So we did half of them. We did half of them. And then, of course, we'll do another March Madness, and then I'll forget about it again. Sure. Yeah. All right. So anything else you want to add to the bucket list? Yeah. I mean, I I can think of a number of things I'd I'd love to do, Rick. You know, I, I, I like some of the more obscure cap stories, you know, ones that aren't necessarily in the main volumes, uh, maybe the one shot, some of the mini series we talked about doing the Patriot. I think that's, that's a great idea. So I, I, I would love, uh, I'd love to do a couple of the stories out of the Captain America theater of war. Oh yeah. Series. Paul Jenkins. Right. So prisoner of duty. That was a great one. A brother in arms. That was a good one. America, the beautiful, another great one. So, you know, those are uh, three very different stories, but, but great books, uh, and I think we should definitely take a look at those. I, I agree. I think that's a great idea. I, I I have a few of those. I went to the convention, you know, a couple of conventions recently in in this past year, and I went to like the dollar boxes, and you can get them cheap. You know, you can get them real cheap. And so I picked up a few. I haven't read them yet, but I am a big fan of Paul Jenkins. And when we mm. had Paolo Rivera on, uh, you know, who Paul Jenkins wrote Captain America Mythos, so. You know, between Theater of War and Mythos, uh, maybe we can try to get Paul Jenkins on the show. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. That would be a, a, a real coup. Um, and I'd love to pick his brain because he seems to get Cap. So another thing I'd like to, to look at, Rick, is, uh, and I know that, you know, this is, some folks love it, some folks hate it, some folks don't have an opinion, I guess. I guess that pretty much covers everybody but the captain america <laughs> dead men running from 2002 it's uh it's an unusual uh piece mm-hmm. uh miniseries it's a little hard hitting but mm-hmm. i think it's a it's an interesting story so you know we might consider that one um i'd like us to you know we haven't spent a lot of time in the annuals but it might be worth plumbing some of the annuals, uh, even the most recent one, 2018, the Captain America annual, right? Uh, I guess that's not the most recent one. The second most recent one. Uh, that's a great story. And it has a it has an interesting background to it uh, with, with the creative team. So that might be fun. And then, you know, I know I love the deep dives, the research pieces. So I would love to do a deep dive on the third Captain America, Jeff Mace. Uh, all the way from Golden Age up through the retcons uh, and really uh, the what if what if stories and just to explore that character a bit because I think he's interesting. And then maybe maybe uh, another another deep dive with a guest on the psychology of Captain America. Right. Um, I think that. Uh, well, I, you know, we, I, I've got some folks in mind that might want to come on and who have a background in, in, in the psychiatric field or psychology. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to, to pull their expertise and talk a little bit about Captain America, Steve Rogers as a person. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be interesting. I'm always down for rapid cap philosophically. I love talking about his moral, his ethics. What would cap do? Right. right. So yeah. I, I, I'm down with that. What do you got? You got anything else uh, other than the carryovers? Uh, well, you know, we talked about a couple of things uh, before. One of the things was a, a top 10 
Captain America speeches. Mm, interesting. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, God knows Steve Rogers has been on a few soapboxes in, in you know, uh, throughout the decades, and he's given some really good speeches. I would love to to do a top 10 on those. I think I think the listeners would enjoy that. Yeah, I think you get a lot of input. Indeed. Um, the other one I would want to add to the bucket list for next year is doing the Captain America uh, Community Theater show, right? So we we got some good feedback when we did that uh, episode 98 with um, where – you know, I was doing Captain America and, and John Waller Sewell was doing Batrock. And, you know, how can we take that to the next level? How can we do, we pick a story and then we we get various listeners or members of the Facebook group who want to portray different characters. And mm. then we do a uh, a story, but multiple people doing multiple voices and you know we'll have a little fun with that i I actually have had somebody reach out to me who's had experience in community theater who who would be interested in in supporting that and um my son is a a theater major in in college he's about to graduate so you know he might be a little interested in that so you know we could do some auditions we can have a lot of fun with that Mm -hmm. and and make it a, a big project so it takes a little time and effort um, in planning, but you know, it, you know, I would love to somehow tackle that in, in 2023. That sounds like it'd be a heck of a lot of fun. And who doesn't like acting? <laughs> Thank you, John Lovitz. And uh, also, I think we need to figure out, like when we did, you know, that eight part story, um, you know, 24 issues with the captain. There, there are some stories that we we look at when you and I kind of like, well, we're we going to do this month. You know, we kind of plan mm-hmm. out the calendar and we try to look at what are we going to do? Oh, we, you know, I don't want to do that. That's a six part story. That's that's going to be too much. And and look, doing three ep- three issues in one episode can sometimes run a little long, uh, like this episode. Mm. Uh, but so you know, maybe we could we could tackle it a little bit smaller chunks Mm -hmm. so you know what what would that be that mean that could be going back you know what we didn't do last year at all bob we didn't do volume five steve epting's yeah right we didn't do any volume six right which is steve epting yeah so maybe there's a longer story in there that you know we we pick and we do one or two issues every single month until we complete that story. That's an option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could look at volume four, which was the, uh, the Ryber Cassidy run yeah. you know, right after nine 11. That's a longer story. We didn't do, maybe that's something that we explore. Um, you know, there's a lot of different choices out there. So maybe we just, I don't know, maybe we just go on Facebook, we post a poll, we ask for suggestions, and then we go with what the listeners want. Give the listeners what they want. Give the people what they want, Rick, you know? Indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. I look forward to, to hearing what the, what they have to say and what they want to hear. All right, so one little teaser. We did mm-hmm. promise um, we're going to announce uh, coming up in the beginning of January, our next guest, Bob, is going to be a creator that no one 
will suspect in a million years. Uh, that is Eric Larson. Eric, Eric Larson's going to be on the show. Wow. I know. So he's a writer. He's an artist. He's been a publisher. Uh, Eric Larson, um, mostly known for Savage Dragon, you know, for the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know, he helped launch Image Comics. Uh, prior to that, he was uh, a really uh, fantastic artist on Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man after the Todd McFarlane runs. Uh, he did. He's done a lot of stuff. Anyway, we're going to have him on the show. So we're going to kick off. 2023 in grand fashion with an interview with Eric Larson. Why? Because he did the one shot a couple years ago of Captain America, the end. And we want to talk to him about that, which also, by the way, we're going to cover panel by panel next episode. You don't want to miss that. That's a really cool story. Yep. Wow. We covered a lot, Bob. Sure uh, did. And we certainly covered a lot in the year 2022. I, yeah. I'm so grateful for just this time, you know, our normal regular schedule, you and I chat, we, uh, we sit here, we'd laugh, we have fun. Uh, we talk about cap and, um, it's just a, a special time for me. And I'm glad the listeners, uh, agree and the listeners enjoy our conversations. It, it is. It is. And the only thing that would make it better, Rick, is if they could see you in that onesie with me. Oh, that's the, <laughs> I guess I'll have to go on Facebook to see it. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and like snug as a bug in a rug. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> and I got to say, you know, you're, you're rocking the guns in that t-shirt. Oh yeah. Uh, of Whack. your, uh, I command you. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> Uh, My wife's going to be like, you guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> she knows, she knows, like, I was like, what size should I get? And I was thinking maybe, you know, certain size. She's like, no, no, get this size. And mm -hmm. it looks like it fits you. Oh, uh, yeah. It fits great. Yeah. 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 I, I highly recommend wash it in cold. All right. All right. Wash it in cold. Wash it in cold because it's uh, it was specially made for you and it may All fade right. if you wash it in hot. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but she's going to, She's going to be like, I know you got him a shirt. What is it? Yeah, I know. She's so excited, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. All right, Bob, as always, it's been fun for the last year. Well, two. Wrapping cap with you. Yeah. Hey, let's do this again next year. Excellent. <laughs> All right. He's Bob Lucius. I'm Rick Verbonis. And you have been listening to another episode of the Captain America comic book fans podcast. And my voice is gone. Got that whole Ellen Barkin quality going.